Good evening, everyone, and welcome. We are Random Encounter Productions. I'm Cody Stone. With me tonight, we have... Caitlin playing Feeble Frost, the H. Genasi Phoenix Hill Sorcerer. I'm Megan playing Zoraid Landir, the Eldrin Glamourbard. Howdy, y'all. I'm Mahas playing Talroth Oakenblade, the Wood Elf Popsicle. Or Scout. Yeah. And I'm Kez, and I'm playing Treasure Nightcrafter, the Tiefling Fighter. All right, so before we get into tonight's adventure, we do have a couple of quick announcements. Uh, something a little new than what we've normally done in the past. Caitlin, why don't you take us there? Let's talk about our brand new event that is starting at the beginning of June and running through July, and if it does well, running forever. We are doing D&D PvP The League, y'all! Our test weekend went so well, and we had so many people asking us, hey, make this a regular thing, that hey, we're gonna make it a regular damn thing just for all of you. So, do us a favor. If you are a content creator of any kind, or if you know a content creator you'd like to tag in this, the Google sign-up sheet is in the chat right now. Basically, how it works is this. As many teams as we can, the goal was eight. We're aiming for eight teams, maybe a little more or less, depending on who signs up and who we really, really want to have in. Uh, so, working on the assumption of eight teams, eight teams, eight weeks, four different dungeon arenas that Cody and fellow creators are making just for this event. The viewers drive the game. The viewer donations will help or hurt your team, will help or hurt the dungeon master, and you as a team player can garner favor from the audience. Teams of two will go head-to-head -head in these point-based D&D 5e arenas. It is so much fun. They were the most intense weekends I've ever been a part of in my life. Like, I never stopped being on three different screens at once. I didn't eat. Like, I just, like, sat and watched y'all play and wreck each other. It was amazing. So go sign up or tag your favorite creator and send them this and send this information. Uh, we're going to have actual cash prizes. We're going to do a profit share of the donations every night for the teams who play, as well as us, um, for running the show. So that it, when you're playing, you're going to be reimbursed for playing. It is going to be a really good time. Um, and we're just, we're just really excited to see everybody. Oh, Megan. 100 gold. 200 gold? 100 gold. 200 gold. 200 gold. Gold. Um, so, and Megan is one of our, uh, was our, our, Megan and Matthew were our reigning champions last time we did this, so they're going to come back and fuck shit up. Um, so, D&D PvP, go sign up or go tell all of your friends. It is on our Twitter if you just want to share the hell out of it everywhere. Megan, you're up. Right. Thank you. I was just, I was chilling in my own hype for a moment. Um, so uh, we want to thank our wonderful sponsors for, um, for Disasters in Danger, Norse Foundry. Absolutely phenomenal. Metal dice, gemstone dice. Um, head over to their website. You, they also work with Elderwood Academy for some really, really beautiful um, uh, gem, bo or gem boxes, my God, uh, dice boxes and dice vaults. Um, if you use our promo code REPRPG, you get 15% off of your order, which is no small amount, let me tell you. And guys, they're absolutely gorgeous. Um, Mother's Day is passed, but we've got Father's Day coming up. We've got graduation. I'm sure someone has a birthday in the summer. One of those sad summer kids that could never celebrate their birthday with their school friends because it was way way out of time right listen mine was usually the like second day of school i didn't have any friends yet there you go um, get them prepped and ready for her birthday um use the promo code REPRPG, 15 percent off um and always a reminder 
It's bad luck to buy your own opals. Buy them for someone else at NorseFoundry.com. Okay. I, and if I am not mistaken, I believe that is it for the announcements. Uh, later on in the week, we should be having um, Malifaux on Wednesdays. And I believe we have um, Borderlands coming up Friday. Uh, so, so there is that. Uh, just stay tuned to the socials. That's the best way to keep up with us and where we are streaming throughout the entirety of the week. So, without anything else, let's get into tonight's adventure, shall we? Let's all die! Woo! Our adventure takes place in the lands of Licht Dracht. They are lands of myth, of legend. Lands where, uh, one may write their own fate if they have the proper will, destiny. Our heroes are the archivists. They have traveled beyond the Warden's Vale into the Western Mountain, as you can see there in our in our wonderful sort of map. And they have settled into the House of Shields, where they are assisting a alliance of dwarves and giants as they attempt to reclaim part of their lost glory, um, them all descendants of the Black King. And so to do this, they have traveled to the Frozen Fjord in the north, where the Frost Giants used to reign, and atop this harried, weathered uh, mountain peak, our heroes have explored and discovered in their desperation these Frost Giants being assaulted by the ruling dragon class of Western Lipdrakt, turned to dark ritual, drawing forth the power of eternal winter, a creature that perhaps saved them the fate of being destroyed by the dragons, only to them a more various end. So... You guys have uh, just put down a frost giant, uh, let's see, shaman, frost giant, shaman, zombie. There's a lot of words involved in that one. It was so much, y'all. There's a lot. It's the entire Cranberries catalog is what we put down. Yes. Yeah. Yep. Pretty, pretty much. Um, and with the, with the, um, sounds of the oncoming dangers that are uh, approaching the central portion of the square definitely being more, um, more dangerous than initially thought. Many of those similar frost zombies, frost giant zombies, uh, you can hear them sort of rousing as they, as they begin to move about the town. There is, towards the back of the room, a uh, secondary door that the team is able to slip out of and with Sirak uh, scouting up ahead you guys end up having to backtrack about say two or three cross giant blocks as it were as you're, you would like to make it to the north gate that is where uh, you had pieced together um, where the last true battle against against the dragons took place most likely where the um, gnarl of these frost giants. 
is. Backtracking also allows you guys to meet up with uh, some of your other party members after a, a brief discussion um, with Sorok's wings damaged. Uh, he is going to return with them as uh, they work on securing the uh, portal back to the House of Shields. Because it's essentially just a big open door, right? Uh, you guys had kind of pushed it open a little bit, but realistically... Um, we melted it open. We worked so hard on that. I melted it open. You did. You melted it, and then, and then you just kind of gave it a good shove. Um, but there is there is no real defense. So um, if, if this winter spirit so chooses, uh, they could overrun that gate very easily. So with the rest of the party and Sorak, um stepping out... Treasure is going to uh, step in and take his place. And that is where we are going to pick up for the moment. Now, here atop this mountain, which the frost giants have carved their civilization, built of the ice of this mountaintop as though it were leveled, sort of. I keep ending up with strip mining, for but uh, as though the mountain itself were leveled and um, that homes erected from not just the stone but from local ancient frozen trees and the pelts many animals it's been more than a dwarven generation since this place fell and as such it is inherently dangerous. Many of the buildings have been destroyed. The walls crumpled in. Some of the most important ones have been rebuilt with actual frost and snow. Solid ice brought by the spirit of winter. It is now that you know how that has happened. A bit unsettling. You hear the footsteps and feel the tremble of the mountain as the skeletal and zombie horde of dead giants and dwarves now rises about you. What would you guys like to do? Panic. That is a free action to panic. Thank you. When we, um, when we tagged treasure in, um, might we have gotten a short rest? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Thank you. Oh my god. You're huddled yourselves into this small storehouse that uh, was not big enough to really hold any actual um, giants or, or even dwarves. Sort of like an outdoor pantry um, to one of the local stores. And um, the goods in it have all since lost their, their value. But it was a safe enough place for you guys to bunker down uh, through some castings of message and sort of sending groups are able to reconvene there. And and so you guys have had the chance to gather a short rest. Is it a free action to complain about how cold it is? Because I am not a happy tiefling. Sure. 
So I'm, I'm- we- back up to health was all I was saying. Carry on. Um, and I'm so sorry. You said we were how far from the place where the Jarl's final stand was? You had to backtrack a couple of giant blocks. Um, I'm going to have each of you roll me a d6. Yep, everybody roll me a d6. Give me your give me your number. Three. One. Three. Does that include me or just the folks that were That, that includes you. You are now with them. You, you, cool. welcome to the party, treasure. Uh, one. One. All right. So, there you go. Plus the three blocks you guys had to backtrack. That is eleven. You are essentially eleven, um, giant-sized blocks from the northern gate. And looking out towards the northern gate as you guys were making your, um, your escape. You can see that is where the primary assault came from, right? That is where um, that was where the first stand was. There, there's definitely a greater amount of destruction on that side of of the town. So, um, what I, th- what I th- go ahead. Meg. Does that mean that there's um, like rubble and such for us to hide? There is, yeah. There is a fair amount of of destruction, definitely between here and there. Uh, Not just in the buildings, but this spills out into the streets. Many of the streets are sort of blocked and obstructed. Um, As you guys are making your way up there, I think what I'd like to do is a skill challenge uh, for for traveling to that northern uh, area, right? What I'd like to do for this first is let's um, I think we're going to do it similar to our stealth infiltration challenge that we did at the hobgoblin camp. So if everyone will make me a stealth check first and foremost, because I'm assuming you're all attempting to be stealthy, unless you would prefer to attempt to outrun the giants. It- no, no, thank you, especially with all the tools we have on our disposal right now, we have, as a group, never been sneakier. I feel like some of us can make up for the treasure of it all. No offense. Like, I feel like you know that. Um, and, uh, and figure it out. Okay. Um, so. And if you're in our Discord, there is an in- and you're a sub, there's an entire channel where you get to see these roles live, just as a reminder to people. Absolutely. All right. What did we get? I'm still rolling. One moment. All right. I know. Let me roll it. The slow D&D beyond. Mm. That, that's the one thing we may have to reconsider for, for D&D beyond for um, the PvP. Yeah. Just because there are regularly moments when it's like, I don't want to roll dice. Twelve. Twelve. Okay. Dirty twenty. Thank you. Twenty-nine. Twelve. Twelve. All right. Well, hail. That noise is terrifying. Um, as you guys begin to stealth, 
you can hear on the frozen wind the sort of howling voice that had emanated from that from that frozen shaman and the wind itself seems to be almost following you almost attempting to to usher the um the giants and the skeletons to your position okay um now the as you have seen this winter spirit has the ability to possess frozen giants or, or frozen skeletons, but only one at a time. Um, that is good. So it seems as though they are, whatever that is, attempting to direct the search parties to you. Now, the giants and the skeletons themselves have very poor passive perception. Okay? So even as you are underfoot almost... You guys are are finding way. You are still relatively stealthy. So, um, so what what that means is this: the passive perception of the winter spirit is a twenty six. Um, it was very high, but passive perception of all the minions that are hunting you guys is an eight and a nine. You all beat those, okay? So what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna increase the difficulty of the other skill challenges. Uh, because the Winter Spirit can see three of you, essentially, or knows where three of you are. So it's going to try to hinder you in, in that response. Um, you guys have four uh, four failures before you, you drop into combat. Okay? Because, because you succeeded against all of the actual combatants, as it were. Okay? Um, appropriate skills for this that I can think of off the top of my head are um athletics uh they're definitely athletics survival for uh directions you may be able to use performance or deception skills to create distractions um to get yourselves a a success back if you guys fail fail something right um because they are individual do do remember you don't need to roll stealth anymore stealth is is taken care of okay acrobatics um and any other creative uses that you guys have if you have spells or abilities or things like that that you want to take advantage of um now is now is the time and opportunity for you to do that uh fable is there something you'd like to share with the class yes i got a message that my amazon package had been delivered and the picture that they used is my cat trying to eat the bag So I'll be right back. Uh, I'll roll my thing first. Okay. And I'll come rescue. What would you like to start with? Can I perform, please? Um. So. Except if we're only doing one per person, if if I performing means Meg can't, I'll yeah, accept. We're, we're no, we're doing so. So you guys have four failures. You're gonna need to get. I'm gonna say seven successes. Great. Um But f- uh, the performance and deception are. More for getting a success back, but I'll I'll let you do one for for timing purposes on this one. Right, okay? I'll do that. What would you? So, what are you doing in your in your performance? Well, instead, I mean, like I will happily save that for later. Then, and I'll use acrobatics instead. If okay. that was a option, yeah. I'll, I'll acrobat. Okay, cool. acrobatics is a is a. Um, you know the threshold of a success. So the threshold for a success at this point is. Give me one moment. Um, 
is a, I apologize, my mind keep going blank, uh, 14 at the moment. Then I failed okay. because I rolled a 10 and I'm out of luck because we short rested instead of long resting. Okay. We, we, couldn't, we couldn't have long rested. That wasn't meant to be snarky at the anything. No. I'm just mad at me and my dice. I'm not, I forgot that the dice roller hates me. I'm using real dice. Fuck okay. that. Um, so as Fable goes uh, darting between these particular groups of um, this particular group of frost giants, right? Um, she takes a leap, grabs onto one of the outstretched bones and, and sort of tries to kind of high bar roll her way through. And as it land, as she lands, a bit of the frozen floor kind of cracks and splinters. The sounds of which uh, are loud enough to uh, perk up the frozen ears of the frost giant as she turns about, uh, ducking into a corner. You can go ahead and save the cat or save your shoes from the cat. It's and not the shoes; it's the it's the chargers, the phone charger things. But yes, I'm right. choking on the plastic. Megan. Um, Sarai's going to use Mage Hand okay. to sweep up behind us as we go, trying to obscure tracks. Okay. That's so, survival? Good. Yeah, please. Let's do a survival check. 19. Okay. Yeah. Nicely done. As you guys are making your way down this uh, second alley, the wind attempts to draw the attention to the tracks and... Uh, Megan with the fable, excuse me, Saride. Good God, I know who people are. Saride with the mage hand begins to to pile it back over very uh, carefully and skillfully. You know the the in the animated Disney Alice in Wonderland, the little like the dog. Sure. Yeah. That, like erases the path, but it's that. Okay. Yeah. Sounds good. Because she's still in spring, so. On board. Uh, Talroth. All right, seeing Saride doing all that, that takes my idea out of the equation then. Um, would it be possible to try to use maybe sleight of hand to just throw some rocks down another street to kind of distract them? I'll take it. Yeah, let's do it. That's a 27. Absolutely. Yeah, that is... That is a success. You uh, actually are able with just sort of a um, halfling-sized, like, uh, sling rock uh, to, to get a good wing on it and uh, ping into the side of this this building. And it's, it's nigh on, like, this avalanche that sort of uh, carves out and, and falls, uh, drawing the attention away from you guys. So, uh, nicely done done as you guys are going you've made your way through three of uh three of those those giant sized blocks at this point you can hear the heavy footsteps as they metal gear solid guard their way around this town attempting to locate you treasure uh well i'm not gonna try to be fancy about it i'm i'm cold i'm not happy to be here so let's just try to athletics our way through this all right just taking a full bull run down the alley attempting to outspeed all of them 18 18 okay yeah 
absolutely. With the 18, you go dashing across and open up part of this frozen wall. The rest of your team comes in behind you, you guys ducking low just as a frozen skeleton sort of comes peering by. Hold your breath for just a moment. As the cracking bones step past you down another street. We are back up to Fable. I'd like to try to get a success back now. Now I'll do the deception thing, please. Okay. I- I'm going to roll real dice. Okay. Not these electronic monstrosities that hate me. I'm not bitter at all. Good, a natural 18. It likes me better. Um, shiny math rocks better. Uh, and that was deception, so 18, 19, 20, 21, 22, 23, 24. Okay. 24. Nicely done. Yeah, you got, you are you guys continue to distract these um, very dim monstrosities, these undead uh, minions of the winter spirit. Um, but that... So that is not going to count as a success towards creating progress. That you can either create progress or you can take back your um, your loss. I'd like to take back my loss because I am sure I am sure that more of us will fuck up. Okay, so so you guys are back up to four probably even me four opportunities. Um, the one thing I'm going to say for this skill challenge is you cannot repeat a skill. Somebody can repeat the skill you've done, but you cannot use the same I skill I can't just twice. do deception 19 times in a row. Correct. Got it. Yep. So, we are over to Saride. I would like to do a medicine check on everybody to make sure that we're keeping our... Doing the, the Batman Begins, we're keeping our torso warm. Okay. And the arms and legs will take care of themselves. I, I'm going to save that for you. That's not part of this skill challenge. Um, because, but I will say when you do that later, uh, I will let you give advantage to the um, constitution saving throw against exhaustion. Because you guys are nearing your first hour here in the town. And for every hour you're here, you have to roll against the weather. Do remember it's negative 40 degrees plus a wind chill. So My Florida brain can't even comprehend. So That's um, not a real number, and I lived in Virginia. That sounds fake. It sounds like a lie. Wizards, get your shit together. That's too cold. Then can I do a nature check to make sure we're stepping on solid snow? Okay, yeah. Okay. I'll, t- I'll accept that. That sounds good. Nine. Nine is not enough. Seeing this portion of the street that is mostly frozen over, but oddly enough does catch just the most uh, light throughout the day. It shimmers as it looks like liquid, which doesn't make sense because everything here should be should be frozen. And as you guys, uh, Sarai checks it out, thinking it's going to be it's going to be good and the first few steps in there the ice sort of cracks and there is this 
splash, uh, which is a very distinct sound here in the frozen Fenelliard. Uh But as you're looking around, making your way, I will say, you realize it's because the snow, the sunlight is reflecting through this frozen bit of snow, frozen bit of ice, sort of creating a lens effect. It it really burns through this portion of the of the road. Look at that, justifying weirdness. Let's do it. Talroth, what do you got? Uh, wonder if I could do maybe like a, I don't know if it'd be survival or perception. Maybe see if there's a way we can, if I can figure out where the giants will be coming from to kind of cut across them and just avoid them entirely. I like it. Let's do a perception check for that. Yeah. 12. 12. Okay. Unless, giant, unless passive counts, which passive is 18. Not for this. Not not for a... Yeah, not for a... Um, not for a skill check. And, unless you... Um, yeah, next time, if you want to use your passive, I have to roll the giant against. Uh, so... Gotcha. Yeah. So, so that is useful. We can do that in some way, because I'm finding ways to utilize those passives more and more. But for, for this instance, uh, we're going to say no. So you guys are down to two opportunities left. Treasure, get us back on the board. Okay. Um, can I try to get us back one of those um, one of those chances, even though I wasn't the one that failed? Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Um, then I'm going to attempt to use some of my persuasion to make it, let's see, how would I do it? With my thaumaturgy to make it look like this was a natural occurrence that the rocks fell. I'm going to say that's not persuasion, that's a performance check. Performance, okay. I will still use that. Okay, let's do it. Okay, that is a 14 plus 4 for a total 18. That is enough. Absolutely. Back up to three opportunities. Uh, You guys have had three successes. You're about halfway there. But as you've made your way back past the midway point in the town, you're now on the northern side of the town, sort of back where that, um, not back exactly where the church was, but back on that end of the town. And this is where... You're having trouble because there there are far more giants here. There there are more skeletons. It is just thicker than it was on the on the southern portion. So that's why you guys are struggling. Okay, at the end of this round, you have uh, you're going to have to make your Constitution check. Okay, and that'll be separate. Uh, so. Every sort of, it's a minute every check we're doing. Like you guys are, this is a lengthier process than what we have condensed it down in. All right. Fable. I would very much like mm, to attempt this time an arcana check. Because if this winter spirit thing is magic-based, I'd like to know if there's somewhere we think we can hide from it. Like, you know, there's, like, 
a foot of stone, like blocks, whatever. Like, I just want to know if we know if, what kind of magic it is and if maybe that will help us hide from it a little better. If it's a scrying base thing, if we can hug a wall, maybe we'll know sure. we'll be able to hide from it better. Um, okay. Go for it. I was exceptionally cocked. I apologize. Okay. Not great, but it's a real number. Um, oh, 11, not even 12, 11. Fuck. Uh, I will go ahead and tell you, I'm not going to count that as a failure because it doesn't move forward or backwards. Um, because the truth is no, there is no, there is no place that you can hide. Um, it is a divine spirit and it has a, um, a divine wisdom perception. It is, it is part air and, and snow. It is winter itself. So, um, that, that's what you learn, but you aren't really moving around. You're trying to figure something out. Uh, so right. I'm just going to acrobatics. Okay. Try to skip the long Okay. All right. Give it a shot. Six. Okay. That's going to inch us closer to combat. I know you know I'm not, but I still have to say it. <laughs> All right. Over to Talroth. Would I be able to try some kind of survival check to maybe, um, trying to figure out the way to word it, like kind of similar to what Sarai was doing before about just checking the ice, but seeing if maybe there's something we can use to kind of just duck behind for a second to kind of cut across or maybe navigate some sort of shortcut. Yeah, absolutely. I'm good with that. Let's do it. Sixteen. That's enough. Yeah. All right. That gets you guys up to five. Two away. You have one failure left. Treasure. What do you got? Uh, let's try and get one of our failures back. Uh, let's go ahead and do a deception. Okay. Um, going to try to mimic just the sound of them actually marching. So like, oh, it's just another one of us. Okay. Heavy enough for it, so. Okay. Yeah. Let's do it. Oh, thank God. 19. 19. Okay. There you go. I need everybody to make me a constitution saving throw DC 13. Um... Am I helping? Because uh, of- are are you gonna are so it's gonna take you you can do your medicine check now, but that's gonna be your next your next turn. Um and Fable should have advantage already because she is resistant to cold. So I so do I need to make a medicine check first? Medicine check first, please. Thank you for the advantage, so I didn't have to take it uh, at a natural one. I'm I a 24 
That is enough. Yeah, so you give yourself Talroth and treasure advantage on this constitution saving throw. Thank God. But now it is 22. 22 is enough. DC 13. 11. Okay. 21. That's enough. 22. All right. Saride, you take one point of exhaustion. So, you're... You have disadvantage on ability checks. But you fucking saved everybody else in the meantime! (laughs) Just make sure you drag my corpsicle back to Thosin. Alright. No, I'll just just quietly... That's... It's gonna heat her up. It's... Thosin's naked in the background. Warmth in the loins and she'll thaw. (laughs) too cold. I can't be bothered. That's fair. Baby, we're back to you. We are at one and one, I believe. I know. Or no. No Uh, pressure. Two and two. Treasure got one back, so you guys are at two and two. Since I have not done this yet, and I want to buy us a cushion of some kind, now I would like to make a performance check. Okay. Two having seen the idea that Kez had, instead try to make it seem as though we are going in a different direction than we are. Okay. Throwing my voice, throwing the sounds, throwing, you know, whatever, making it sound like it's off stage instead of right here. Okay, so so we're going to see if you get a success or a failure on this one. This is not to recover anything, because at some point you guys have to make progress or you have 24. to. There you go. All right, one more success needed, Tauroth. Okay, I've used sleight of hand, I've used survival, I've used perception. Uh, Yeah, let's biggity bounce with acrobatics. All right, let's do it. Twelve. 12 is just not enough. The floor being very unstable here. Taroth gets a good uh, a good running vault and as his hands hit the pile of rubble, just sort of falls out from underneath him. He goes tumbling down across the floor. The giants come over to inspect with the elven cloak up over his head. Taroth just lays very, very still and uh, and they just step over him. They kind of look around, kick the rocks a little bit, and then just keep keep moving. This is exactly that moment from Lord of the Rings. Yeah. This is Frodo and Sam in the rock slide outside the gates. There you just go. King move. All right, Fable. I uh, am a no. rock on the ground. Watch how I lay. Yes. Treasure. Did Sarith get a turn? She yeah, did her medicine, oh, medicine check to give you guys That's advantage. It yeah. Okay. It was out of uh, order, but yeah. This is probably a terrible idea, but I don't got a whole lot left. Uh, so let's. And my terrible ideas haven't been as terrible as I thought they've been. Let's be completely honest. There you go. Uh, going to attempt acrobatics. Okay. <laughs> I said attempt, because let's see how this goes. 
Oh, not terribly. I don't think I made it, though. Yeah, no, I didn't. Ten on the dot. Ten is not enough. So, following Tauroth's lead, Treasure takes a run at the pile of rubble. She, her hooves thudding against the ground ever so quietly. She she jumps. Her hands hit the rocks and they just slide hard out from underneath her. She comes thumping down onto the ground um, ever so near Talroth, about 30 feet in the midst of this uh, not in the midst of this alley. A See, three frozen skeletons, frost giant skeletons, are going to turn, and uh, two, two fro- uh, frost giant skeletons are going to turn and uh, see you guys and begin your approach. We're going to flip for initiative. Bad guys are on a ten. Towerdoth's initiative luck continues to fail. I see the ace. We're going to start right there, Fable. Thank you. That's why I wasn't trying to go into chat. I, I assumed you'd see it. So, uh, see, they're coming. They're coming. Great. Amazing. Uh, I'm going to fight now. Um, bonus action, Mantle of Flame. Back up on myself. Thank okay. you. Um, and <sighs> flame on! <laughs> um, and for our new viewers, this tiny ice genasi is wreathed in blue flame now and uh, just kind of looks at the I should just we fucking run and just hoping you all will just book the fuck out of there. She is going to yeet a chromatic orb at one of them. Um, a, uh, yeah, let's do. Luckily, I didn't burn through that many spells last game because I use the wand a lot. All right. So uh, I'm going to attempt to get a chromatic orb off the ground. All right, let's do it. I'm rolling a second level one, by the way. Okay, thank you. Sorry, that's a natural 19, plus all my shit. So, yeah, good. That's, yeah, that is going to no. hit. I'm going to yes. 14 on these, on these uh, skeletons. Thank you, 14. And this is going to be fire damage, obviously. It says it's acid on the thing, but it's wrong. Um, so that is, and I get to treat the one as a two. So that is 18, 19, 20, 21 points of fire damage to whichever one looks like it's in the lead. All right. Yeah, the first one that comes stomping its way towards there out of the corner catches a burst of flame. Up next is the bad guys were on a 10. I am out of that chat. So they are up next, correct? Awesome. Thank you, guys. So, the first frost giant, as Treasure is getting up to her feet, uh, the first one is going to come swinging in with its great, uh, great axe for two, two great axe attacks. Uh, the natural five is not going to be enough to hit. However, nine plus nine for eighteen. Meets beats. Yes, it does. All right. So that is big slam of this skeleton. 
the massive axe 3d12 plus 6 of bludgeoning or of slashing damage um so that is uh 23 points of slashing damage but your great armor master should i believe reduce that by three so 20 points of damage and the second one is going to grab a hold of a uh oh no it, these guys don't have a rock attack so it's just going to come over and try to axe Fable in the face. Double axe for Fable. Uh, Fable, uh, I'm going to give you half cover, so plus two to your armor class. Because you were still in the alley, so was, yep. or still in the building, okay. so was Sarayad. Yep. Alright. Uh, a nine plus nine for an 18 is the higher. That will definitely hit my armor class. Is, um, hold on. My armor class is fifteen. The other one's a um, sixteen. So yeah, the armor both. class is fifteen. They're both going to take um, three points of fire damage. Remember. Okay. Sounds good. So that uh, skeleton is going to take points of fire damage twice. Uh, that is going to be uh, twenty-two points of slashing damage. Plus, I am going to use my reaction, actually. Okay. I forgot I have this because of the tattoo. Okay. Shadowy defense. When you take damage, you can use your reaction to become insubstantial for a moment, halving the damage you take. Then the reaction can't be used again until the next sunset. Okay. That's fine with me. But, however, this feels like the time. All right. It feels like the time. So, so I'm going to use it. There you go. You are only going to take 11 points of damage for that one. And for the second attack, it is 25. Fuck, yeah, because I was only in unsubstantial for that moment. All right, it's fine. Ow. 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 Fuck. In hell. Okay. They better be running. <laughs> Up next is Treasure. And we are running, correct? Then I am getting onto my hooves and hauling ass. Okay. My girl! Make I can go. me an athletics check. That is a total 16. Okay. And make me a stealth check. We're just doing this as a... Um, a uh, escape check, right? So, um, you would be at disadvantage. I'm uh, already at disadvantage. I clink. Uh, that's fine. You stay. <laughs> you stay there. So, <laughs> uh, I rolled the same thing either way. Both thirteens, so fifteen total. Yeah, you 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 are you are effectively out of combat. You go dashing away from the giant skeleton that was right underneath you. Its slow lumbering gaze loses you as you go scrambling into one of the nearby buildings. It's going to come looking for you, but these things are not great at searching for people. Um, so there is that. Up next, Tauroth. Alright, so just so I know where I am, I had fallen into the rocks, but... 
Saride and Fable are still in the alley, and Treasure just booked it into one of the houses to get away. Yeah, so so um, you're like in the middle of the alley, near near this rock pile that you guys were were vaulting over. Um, Fable and Saride were in the building. They hadn't made the attempt yet, essentially, and uh, Treasure just made it across the alley, right? So you you can running forward towards Fable would would continue the the path. All right, and seeing Treasure running from a fight, seeing Fable trying to run away, yeah, just book it. Move, dash, bonus action stealth. Okay. Uh, well, let's do an athletics check uh, just to, to get going and a stealth check. Uh, can I make an argument for acrobatics? I'll allow it, yeah. All right, so that's 23 on the acrobatics. Okay. And a 30 on stealth. Okay, and you are at disadvantage. It should be a flat, oh. if you had advantage before, a flat roll. So. Okay, so looking at the rolls on D&D Beyond, the 19 would have been the first roll, because the second yeah. roll was an 11. So I, I literally don't think you can roll a 9, uh, so you're fine. <laughs> but just keeping the rules even for everybody. Uh, all right. After so, Tauroth and Treasure have made their way across. They've lost sight of them. So, Ride, you have cover from the near skeleton. Uh, there's one in the alley. You're going to try to bolt across if you are running, or you can try to run a different direction. Uh, but you'll be splitting up from your uh, from the other two members of the party. Um, is everyone within thirty feet of me? Uh, no, the only person that is within 30 feet of you now is Fable. The other two have already made their escape. Okay, well, um, no. Okay. Fuck. First of all, just fuck. And, um, just I right will... now in the middle of the winter? That's, I thought it was too cold for that. Uh, you know, <laughs> changing my mind. Um, I'm just you fuck. <laughs> Eldrin are nothing if not changeable. It's the lesson of the Eldrin. Move as it as it goes, or something. I, I'm just gonna uh, run. Okay. Um, you so you get your athletics check at because the these skeletons haven't seen you. You everything are, I do is a disadvantage. Right. So you're gonna be uh you're gonna be flat rolls for your you can have athletics or acrobatics. And the second one is a stealth check, so it's up to you. But I'm I'm exhausted, so everything's correct. But you were at advantage because they're not looking at you, so it'll yeah. be a flat roll. Oh, I'm understanding. So, oh, okay. Yes. So it's so yeah. Whereas the other three members of the party were exposed, essentially, they have trouble escaping now. You had never been. I made myself big on purpose. Yeah. Because you know what? Damage, you know what I'm gonna I do? Giant um, bonus action. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna touch Fable, say tag your it, and spring her forward thirty feet so she can get with the others. Okay. And then I will. Okay. Noise. Thank you. Yeet. Ten. Okay, and your stealth check. 
17. Okay. So, uh, what this means is that at you, you touch Fable. She jumps uh, with your face step across the alley. Uh, you grab the bottom of your dress. You hike it up. You begin to to take a uh, to take a run. Um, the ske- giant skeleton that you one of them that you have to run past, right? Kind of did this athletics or acrobatics check, sort of like an old school disengage check because there's so many of them, right? And it's part of the idea. So that he is, they are going to get an attack of opportunity. But should you survive, you make it to the other side, you are hidden and out of their sight. Uh, it's the should you survive that makes me anxious. It is. Uh, I don't know what her hit points are, and I always like to err on the side of death. Uh, 23 is the number to hit. So you are going to take... Uh, 21 points of slashing damage. If I hadn't healed, I would have been unconscious. Well, glad you healed. Do you have any idea how traumatic it would have been to Fable if you had yeeted her out of the way and then died there? She would add a list. She already has a list for Clever Stitch of all the times the fucking cat has died in front of me. She doesn't want to start one for anyone else. Just say it, man. It's a good way to go, right? All right. Uh, The only people... need to... Well, let's all flip a card. Matters if Fable is above me. Alright, she is. Um, I don't think there's anything else you guys can really do for Fable uh, unless you want to Bardic Inspire her or something like that. Uh, Meg? No. Okay, then Fable, make your, make your stealth check. I shall, thank you. Thank you, Stealth Advantage. Thank you, Tattoo. Which would have been a disadvantage if you were still in melee with the... Um... Yeah, absolutely. Nice. That's going to be a 24. All right. With that, you guys effectively escape from these frozen skeletons and come dashing in to... Uh, we do not need one. No, thank you come dashing into a long uh, yard house uh, that has enough cover for you to effectively um, come scrambling past. You hear the skeletons struggling to get inside and dip your way uh, into another side room nearby. And as you make your way up to the second floor, second giant floor, so uh, probably 40, uh, 30 feet up, air get a good look and from here you can see the remnants of the frost giant battle and very much the way Heldrin had described it there is a pile of bones and corpses dragon and giant and dwarf alike with other trolls and mountain kin that had been brought to bear the gates battered in, the walls mostly broken. You can see the skeletons down below still hunting. Some of the frost giants lumbering on edges. Uh, you guys can attempt to take another short rest here. Would like? Do. You're going to have to make another constitution saving throw. Then just power through. 
Um, from here, can can we make a can I make a perception check to see if I can see the the crown, the helm? Okay. Yeah. Is that perception? Yeah, it's gonna, at this distance. It's going to be perception. You're not close enough to really do investigation. Investigation has, to my mind, more somatic components, right? You're you're kind of getting down. You're looking at things. You're you're touching stuff. You're running your hands along the, you know, it, it's that. I look at it now. It's fine. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Fourteen. Fourteen. It, at this distance, no. Even with your um, tremendous passive perception, um, the yeah, it it's a lot of wind. It's a lot of snow, and it's a lot of bone. And it, it not a lot of it looks terribly distinct at the moment. Um, you're not sure if this is exactly how the battle ended, or if this is their version of like cleaned up. Um, but for whatever reason, there are definitely corpses down there that are not moving, that are not reanimated as, as undead. Um, um okay. Treasure's gonna reach over and pat Talroth and be like, from now on, you do the cartwheels. Well, like I told you last time I tried teaching how to do them, the armor weighs you down. Fuck, it's cold. I feel that. <laughs> the stress happening on Meg's end. Concerned. Um, under the bones, correct? Cody? Uh, that's what you were told, or just in the biggest pile of bones. That's what I was trying, I was trying to make sure. Um, well, um, no time like the present to just go bones spelunking, is it? I mean, I got an idea. I can attach you guys to a rope, and if you guys give me a tug, I can pull you out real quick before anything decides to try to swing at you. I mean, to be fair, though, we've got to go in on their way. We gotta go in whether things are swinging at it or not. So we might as well go in prepared to fight and um, sort of see what happens. As much as I am one who usually appreciates an abundance of caution, she looks so she wide who is starting to free and, and she thinks back to Ciroc's wings and, and all these things. The longer we stay in here, the worse it is. So I think the time for extra care for planning has gone out the damn window. We just have to jump and be prepared to deal with whatever comes. Yes, true. And, idea, the whole thing that brought the spirit here, right, was that they um, they made a deal for it, they summoned it. What if we summon it for a, a one-on-one, and then we only have to deal with, you know, big bad spirit of winter, not all of the minions it raises? We could do that. Also... What if we summoned it with um, a different... It, it, is it, does it make a pact? Would we be able to summon it to go fight for us instead of against us? Send it down the tunnel first to bite things for us. I don't know. A mistake? I'm looking for input from the voice of God at this point. <laughs> Can I? Oh, I'm. I. Uh, you. You need to make some checks to understand what. Uh, whether. 
I mean, that's a that's an that's a character idea. I don't have a, a person there to talk to you, so. Can I try something? Um, sure. Of course I can. I can do whatever the fuck I want. It's D and D. Um, can I uh, kneel and pray to Bronos? Um, hi, Bronos. It's me, your girl, and ask if he will intercede on our behalf for Thosin, his most beloved servant. Um, and maybe send, I realize we are in winter at nauseam, but maybe send us some heat, like a, a spring or a summer, something or other that we can throw at it. Um, all right. Are you asking for an elemental javelin that has been pre-charged with fire? And we've done this already. We know one exists. Not a javelin. I'm asking for a, for a big bad fire something to go. I'm right here. <laughs> Winter, a bigger one. I'm, I'm asking for the spirit of summer to fuck with the spirit of winter. Um, well, the, well now, those, those are two different things, which you just described. You as you as an Eladrin would know um, there are there are seasonal spirits and and fey entities that others uh, enter into packs with. You never needed to or wanted to. That's like making a deal a with your with your dorm roommate you know you, you yeah come on um so that that is different uh you have no special connection to Bronos, but you do have a special connection to thosin so what i am going to do is this i'm gonna first i would like you to describe to me how you attempt this this ritual um and, and what sort of offerings you, you bring. And then I'm going to have you make uh, probably a persuasion check. And if we get that, if, if, if it goes well, if he likes what's going on, what I'm going to do is essentially have you let you roll for divine intervention. And that is a percentile you have to roll under your level. Um, we just uh, skipping class rules and everything, and I'm so happy right now. I'm it, so happy. It seems very, very unlikely that Bronos can even hear you. But we're, we're going to give it a shot. So tell me of your ritual. So she's going to kneel and uh, um, pull. She has like a she has this weird collection of spices in her bag. So she's pulling out the um, the pepper, the curry powder, um, the cinnamon, all of the heated spices. Okay. And uh, she's going to. um light a little bit of fire um like a small not a big torch not a big hey hey we're here but a small something um and uh keep it in a in a smallish container so that she can like a canteen or something so she can hold it and um would you like me to light it on fire for her no she's got like tinder and shit okay, cool. yeah um she needs to do it herself because Bronos is the god of forging. She needs to craft this herself to to show enterprise and devotion. Um, and she's going to not hell, fuck it. Um, she'll take out the earring that Thosin made 
that she's currently wearing and put it in the fire. Okay. I don't think it's hot enough to burn it, but if it does, so be it. He can make me another one. Or just whatever. Um, and uh, Lord Lord Branos, I am not one of your own. Um, but everything that I am belongs to one of your servants. And I beg you on his behalf to help us now that we might return to him, that I might return to his side and prove a faithful partner to him for the rest of his life so long as, as you let him walk on these earths. Please. All right, make a persuasion check. I think Meg just wrote my wedding vows. <laughs> Shit, I'm emotional. I am not invoking Bronos at your wedding. I'm not having that Why? conversation at all. <laughs> oh, right, my family. Never mind. Don't. Twenty-two. <laughs> all right. People, you know, it's like the DM smile is a thing. For me, it's the inhale lean back. That's the... Okay. All right, let's see. Okay. Uh, apparently, your... uh Okay, hold on one second. I'm reading. I'm reading something. Uh, All of us so, in this moment are just the goblins in the closet. Say it. She has to say it. <laughs> um, make me a religion check, uh, Saride. Shit. It wasn't a 22. It's supposed to be a disadvantage. I have to roll again. Okay. No, it was a 22. Okay. Um, now, <laughs> uh, religion? Yeah, please. Make me a religion check. Nineteen. Okay. Uh, if you can find or make some sort of approximation of a, uh, the lighting of a, uh, furnace or a forge, you can roll for divine intervention. Um, there is a, the, there is a legend of Bronos, um, that comes from the progenitor gods that during the grip of, of eternal winter, uh, it was faith in, in the forge and the flame that uh, carried them through uh, through the cold. So. I'm so excited. Does this have to be, now can I help you, or is this still uh, still you guys, you guys can help her light, make, create, light some sort of it needs to be like a forge or a furnace or like a home fire of some kind. Difficult to find in the world of frost giants. Tauroth. 
But what I was going to ask is, while all that was going on, mm-hmm. if I can look at some of the other buildings nearby okay. to see if they're made out of stone or wood or what kind of, say, basically the idea I have is to kind of point Fable towards one of them and say, can you set that on fire? Okay. Yeah, make me a perception check. Amen. So I'll show you don't have to ask. <laughs> Fifteen. It should just be, go set that thing on fire. Okay. <laughs> okay. Well, seeing as I wasn't sure what the buildings were made out of, so if it was stone, I'm not going to have Fable just, like, do it. Right. And I was like, wow, that ain't working. Okay. I mean, fine. So you look out across you look out across the buildings, um, and because of your archaeology background, make me a uh, make me a history check. That's an eleven. Eleven. Okay. Um, you you don't see you don't see a, a a forge. Most of these buildings are made of stone. They are made of bone. They are made of leather. And um, and wood. There are some metal, like rivets, to things. There are they, they definitely have metal axe heads, but you haven't seen a sword here. Um, and that's as much as I can give you with what you have rolled. Um, just to clarify, what my intention was. Yeah. Because while Sarada was doing the whole ritual, not knowing what she was doing, yeah, my whole thought was finding a building maybe across a street or a little further away from us, yeah, to set that on fire to be a distraction for all the giants while we book it to everything else. Okay, so yes, there there are there is enough wood uh, on um, the roofs and and walls and framing of one of these longhouses that uh, Fable could potentially set it on fire. It is frozen wet wood, though. So. That was my concern. Difficult difficult to catch without um, some sort of accelerant on it. Oh, hey. Like, hold on. I have equipment. Oh, like lantern oil that I have had in my fucking bag from the very goddamn beginning of the Why game. Why do Never you have it. oil? You are the one person that shouldn't be carrying around a bag of gasoline. What the hell? My back. <laughs> I mean, it's useful, but... Oh man, we are bad party members. We should never have, anyone else should have been holding that. Anyone else. So let's picture this scene that Fable is just, you're just all sitting arguing about natural accelerants or magical accelerants and she just casually pulls out this oil skin. Do you mean like this? That might work out perfectly. Okay, we're gonna need some rags. Uh, uh, okay, we can rig, rig some of this to bows, just kind of oh, launch okay. arrows, launch yeah. them over there. Listen, listen, listen. I have a feeling. Um, we can we can have some fun. Um, mm, so right, do you have any more of that... Um, Invisibility left in the strings today. I, I do, yeah. I could just go over there. And if I'm using Ignite, it's not a spell, and it's not technically an attack, so I wouldn't even reappear. I can I, go... It's an action, though, right? It's an action, but you can take actions. You can move, you can walk, you can do all those things. You can't, I don't believe, attack or, like, spell cast. Like, I believe that should be fine if I just go over and because Ignite is just the racial ability and if it's already prepped in like a normal fire, I shouldn't have to cast anything. I can just do. 
We, we discussed uh, it at length last week, what Ignite did. Yes, so it, I- it, does, it does ignite non-magical objects. What I yeah. will tell you is this. Um, for, for this instance, I would allow you to do it, but any attempt to weaponize this action will betray okay. the, the magic of invisibility. Exactly, and that's I'm not trying to weaponize it at yep. all. I'm trying to stealth I, But over. I have to establish that precedent. Yes, thank you. I want to stealth over, make the fire happen, and then I can I can stealth back um, while you guys are busy. Because if we yeet it, there's a possibility that something like this spirit is smart enough to see the trajectory. Y'all can start moving, and I'll start moving in the opposite direction. And you guys can just tell me which building you're picking, tell me where you're going, and I'll meet you there. But I can... And just without casting a spell, without causing problems... In a pinch, if it for some reason doesn't work, then I'll cast a spell and I'll fucking run. But you'll know that I'm running. Like I'll make it, they'll you'll hear them coming. Like whatever. But would I would I know if her doing that would be an acceptable furnace for Bronos? Uh, a, a bonfire would be acceptable. Or should I try? Because my other idea was to um, set to set a bottle of wine, like. So- during the during the festival that is associated with these holidays, um, usually people do bonfires from sunset to sunrise. So this could this could work, but it would you would probably need to be there or be the one to to do it since you are attempting to make the invocation. Then then let me. I'll, I'll do it. Don't worry about it. You save save that for something else. It was mostly... Alright, as long as we're able to also do the flint and do the everything without it becoming a weapon. So you don't reappear. Yeah, flint and steel is not not gonna... I'm doing this for religious reasons. (laughs) Similar idea. People go to war, so you can't really use that. You can weaponize religion. Let's not have that conversation. Alright. Um... So I'm going to meet you guys over by the bone pile, right? Or... Right? Because that's where we need to go to find the helm. Do we want to start getting uh, into that bone pile while you're on your way for that? Try to get in and out quicker? Uh, no. I don't think we should go all the way down without our hashtag not healer. No, no go. Seriously. Um, When you're about to go, I'll give you all a, a quick little boost... And in theory, um, this this little altar that I make will also act as a as a distraction. My concern is this: divine intervention will lift your invisibility. Do you have to do it while you're at the forge? If yes, someone needs to stay in range of you to help. Help me how? You can't help me pray. I can help you pray, but I can help you fend them off if they come for you. The whole point of this is to make a distraction big enough that they will come. So I'm not about to leave you there by yourself. If you cast in a divine intervention is going to break your invisibility on yourself, then we can't just leave you alone, which means, I hate to see it, we may have to split the party for a moment. Send the two of them down, and I will stay closer. I'll stay hidden so you can do the invisibility, but I'll stay close enough that you've got a sniper. I appreciate I appreciate this I do, but they need you too. You can you can help them. 
If it, I got this. If it was me, you, you wouldn't let me stay alone if my life depended on it. I know you haven't in the past, so you're not staying there alone. I'm not staying anywhere. I'm going to do what I need to do, and then I'm going to believe me, I'm not staying there a minute longer, and then I'm coming to all of you. And I can do this, and I need to do this. I want to, please. I'm letting you do it. I'm saying I'm staying an eye shot of you. That's it. I'm staying where I can fucking see you. I'm invisible. You can't see shit, so... Exactly. So hopefully I continue to not see you. But if I do, I'll be able to help fight things off while you run. That's it. We're not letting them die in this. I'm not trying to die. I know. Then let me watch over you. Okay, so here's my thing. If I'm invisible, you can't see me. If I know, but the minute you cast if a it, if it if it drops invisibility, then I'm having to run with you as opposed to just running by myself. I'm planning on being halfway between the two things. I'm not coming up there with you. I don't want to call I'm planning on being here halfway between so I can see both things and snipe things away from you if they're chasing you. That was How it. Four is my makeshift altar from the bone pile. Sentences I love to say. So um, you guys, your, your, the bone pile from your building is, I'm going to say 300 feet. Okay. The, probably a hundred feet to the, the column of, of wood that you're going to try to light. And the distance between them is probably 350. That is a decent amount of range that you guys can walk it in a minute. It's far enough away to distract some people, but they'll. But if I put it much further away, like we're really splitting, splitting the the party. So. Perfect. Perfect. Yep. Okay. Uh, so Tyroth and Treasure, you guys are off to the bone pile. Before we split. Mantle of Inspiration, eight tip hit points. Thank you, Tim. of movement. All right. Can I have everybody make me a stealth check? Sarai, are you casting invisibility on yourself? Yes. Uh, should last for an hour, but that'll take your disadvantage to normal. Well, you had advantage before. Disadvantage brought it to normal, and then the invisibility should bring you back up to advantage. Yeah, I believe that. That's the way we do it. I don't know if yes. advantage and disadvantage just honestly cancel each other out no matter how many say. instances you have, but you're good. Yeah. Um, so stealth checks, everybody. A 14. Nope, a 16. Sorry, forgot to add them. 18. 27. Ten. Okay. You guys set off on your mutual paths, taking the temporary hit points, the slight boost of speed that Zoraida affords you. Babel, yes? I'm going to stay 100 feet, approximately 100, 120 feet back from the place that Zoraida's going. Okay. Just, I'm not getting any closer than that unless I have to, but hidden 100 feet away. Okay. Hidden at 100 feet away, 200 feet from the bone. 250 feet from the bone pile. Um, you guys 
separate out. Uh, Tauroth and Treasure. Are you guys waiting for the fire as a signal to start digging, or uh, what, what is your approach to to what is happening? Uh, still definitely trying to avoid anything that might be watching. Yeah. Cause... You guys, you guys are, are very stealthy. Uh, Tauroth, you are... Even the wind doesn't seem to really be bothering you. The the spirit of winter seems to have acknowledged and, and caught uh, sight of treasure. Quote-unquote sight. But even with her clanking, the skeletons and the frost giants continue to have a difficult time finding her. So you guys are are hidden. Nothing is actively attacking you at this at this time. You're dodging feet. You know what I mean. You're you're pulling the um, the rats of Nim, uh, avoiding the 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 humans. Um, the, so so you are hidden. Um, you can you can see the bone pile. We'll say we'll jump forward a little bit in time. You guys are within maybe twenty feet of it. You know, um, nearby. Uh, there's a few other smaller bone piles. There, there looks like there are some skeletons and some corpses and some dragon pieces that are just left where they laid, right? And some of these things have kind of been piled up um, among things. And there's definitely the one that is the biggest, you know? Yeah, because the main thing that I was concerned about is, is there any movement in those bone piles or any any kind of patrols that are there? Because... If the fire goes off and they start moving away, that's when I would probably start booking it over. Okay. So the bone piles themselves and in the bone piles, nothing is moving. There are patrols in the area because they are, again, being directed by that that spirit of winter to, to your neighborhood, right? They are kind of following you. Um, so there are patrols. Uh you could the bone pile is pretty big. Remember, we're we're talking giant size. You could crawl in there. You don't know what's in there. Um, you don't know if it's safe or not, or what have you. You guys could crawl in there, but if those start moving, that is going to to draw the patrol's attention. Yes, I figure this would be something that Treasure and I would have talked about. Mm-hmm. Yeah. When we see the patrols clear out, we haul ass. Okay. So you guys are gonna you're gonna jump into the bone pile when the patrols leave to investigate the fire. Understood. Sounds good to me. Let's shift focus. Uh, it, um, jump cut to it's a ride. You are at the corner column of this building. It is um, deeply frozen, wet wood, but it it is one of those massive, like square milled logs with with like rivets on on the sides and up. It's definitely something you'd see in like a. It's like the log they have in like the world's strongest man competition, right? Like like, you know, just, yeah. Uh, like it's it or or any of the uh, for a Florida reference, right? Like the the Fort Wilderness Disney log cabins that are like oddly pretty, but not like it's weird. Um, yeah, so that is where you are at. That is what you are looking at. 
What would you like to do? Um, she's gonna take um, the dagger. She has like one weapon uh, out that uh, Thosin fixed when they first met. Okay, ten thousand years ago, and um, is that the one you dipped in adamantine? By yes. any chance? Okay. Cool. She's going to carve into the wood um, for Thosin, beloved of Branos. Okay. Did the earring get destroyed in that fire? It's not destroyed. It's it's a little charred. Okay. Uh, yeah. It's it's not it's not destroyed. Um, the little the little flame or fire you had, I mean, didn't look pretty at the moment, but. Um, if you wanted to sacrifice it, it would still be a, a worthy offering. Yeah. Um, then she's going to actually, um, like with the back of it, um, prick her fingers to get some blood on it. Okay. And um, just not, not in like a Bronos requires blood sacrifice, but right. like in a, this, I can't offer sweat because I'm physically not sweating. So yeah, this I is- would be concerned if you were. She's sweating. We have bigger problems. Um, do we? <laughs> and she's going like, but that—that's um, a bit of her own physical effort. Sure. And try to like stick it in the. Yeah. Okay. The, I realize it's frozen, but try to like knock it in there too. Sure. Sure. And then she's gonna set it on fire. Okay. Um, uh, I would. from afar is just happy. I would like you to roll me uh, 6d10 or 5d12. 5d12. Forty takes you about forty minutes. Um, well, it, it's a frozen log. It and, and it takes so so even just chipping away at it and um, because like technically it should be like make an attack roll against the inanimate object and lose your invisibility. So you etch it. You get your your thing in there. You're having to go around this building to like put the oil on it, dip the oil on it. And then, and and so this is a lengthy process. Um, And your friends, you guys would have known, but there, but there's definitely like a, should we, should we just go? Um, Let me ask the rest of you as characters. Do you think you need a wisdom saving throw to not just jump into the bone pile? Oh, them. Sorry. Or, or no fable to not just shoot it with fire. No fable. Fable knows her job right now is to watch for the enemies, and if they start approaching the isolated, s- squishy healer out there, okay. to kill them. Like okay. that's her job right now. That's she fine. trusts the other two to, if they decide to carefully explore and get themselves killed, that she can only save so many people at once. Great. She trusts them enough to not get killed, but also if they choose to wait for them, ideal and great. 
you trust that they will have done whatever is best by the time they get back. Okay. So do your thing. Fable, Fable is good. I uh, believe it. Tyroth, how you feeling? I'll probably have a chat with Treasure when we realize that it's been like, okay, we figure maybe 10 minutes. Cool. 20 minutes. All right. We got on 30 minutes. Yeah, yeah Treasure. treasure. Yeah. So, I don't know about you, but I kind of need to move because I'm feeling my hair is just freezing to my ass. Um, Treasure's going to pick icicles off of his braid. Thank you. That one was bothering me. Have we ever actually seen Saride set fire? Oh, God. Does she even know how to set a fire? That was my question. (laughs) I'd say we give it another 10. I can pull out the poker deck. Uh, I was thinking uh, maybe maybe kind of thin some of the herd that's around here. I mean, still got a bow and all. I could just probably pop out a little bit, shoot like, some ice off of a roof. Maybe that'll distract them. I prefer not to, only because, man, they hit hard. Have you gotten hit by one of them? I can't take that. I'm so proud of Treasure right now. Oh, my God. Well, now I got breathed on by one of them, and that sucked. How about this? If you want to start exploring, I'll keep watch out here. I'll give it another ten. If I need to go in there, I'll go in there. I'll set off an alarm. I got thaumaturgy. I can do that. All right. Because, yeah, I'm just thinking, I don't know. I just got a feeling that we're losing time on something, and yeah get started i know i trust you to get in and out without causing a problem way easier than i could i mean i'm about the size of half these bones and bigger so that being said i'll stay out here i'll be on guard as soon as i see fable and saride we'll join you if you need to leave you join us if i see there's a problem i'll sound an alarm sounds good okay Taroth, you venture into Bone Pile um, with the care and caution that you are taking to not disrupt the bones in any visible way. Uh, we're going to say it eats up that last 10 minutes, but why don't you make me a investigation check as you are looking? That's a 14. Passive is a 16 if you need it. Okay. 14. All right. So I will roll for it. Also take the passive. Go. There it is. That's what I need. Okay. Sounds good. Uh, That is as the, just remind me of that when we, when we get back around to it. Okay. Um, Well, actually I can tell you as you're digging in there, you do believe you have found the the Jarl. There is a distinct um, knock in the no, door. Sorry, I uh, thought I heard something outside the window. You're okay. It's the it's not- <laughs> I told you, it's the fear is real, guys. <laughs> Cody said last week, you hear the undead surrounding you, and I went, what? <laughs> in real life? Well, no, I meant the window that's right next to me. Yeah. I thought I heard something hit it. Yeah. 
I know. It's uncomfortable. I'm so, that's what I'm saying. It's the zombies. They've come out of the game. Oh, no. Okay. Um, do, we, do you want to take a break? Oh, no, no, no. I'm fine. Okay. All right. Sounds good. Yeah, um, it's just I didn't hear what you had said because it was like right there. No, you're good. You do believe that you have heard uh, that you have found potentially the Jarl. There is a, a, a frost giant in, in this pile. Um, the skeleton remains of one, very much similar to to the giant that was in the the Forge of the Fist, wrestled uh, in and amongst the claws of of a dragon. Um, you know, axe blade is sort of caught between the ribs of 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 the dragon where where its heart uh, would have been. It is definitely buried in there, um, so it's not. It's not exactly like you can pull it out, um, but you you have a pretty good idea where it is. Okay, um, Saride, the column catches fire. Finally, I have made fire. Ah-ah! And Saride, the firebringer, I would like you to roll. A uh, divine intervention. You need to roll a percentile. Uh, you are looking for eight or lower. I'm afraid. 77. Fuck. But the fire is a good distraction. It does it does begin to draw the um, it does begin to draw the skeletons and zombies that were patrolling the bone pile out of the um, out of the area. And sorry, you know what? It also makes I feel like Brano sort of appreciated it anyway. Like even if he wasn't listening, or even if he didn't answer, he's probably like tight. I like that fire. Those would have appreciated it. Yeah. Sopranos could suck it. You're not getting the clear today, buddy pal. <laughs> I like, as she's leaving, you could have had everything. You could have had a cleric. Fuck off. <laughs> uh, so I would like Fable and uh, Saride. You guys make me some stealth checks. Uh, you have advantage. The uh, you giants. You your back. When the fire starts, you 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 at least know she's okay. Yeah, I do. It just oh, it only lasts for an hour. You probably reappeared as you were coming back to me. Like fuck, <laughs> not, not quite. She's still got about ten minutes left. Yeah, Good. but yes, yeah, stealth, please. Please. That's a dirty 20. Seven. With advantage? Yep. Oh, fuck. Okay. Okay. Sounds good. Um, nothing immediately turns on you, Saride, and you do continue to make your your way. You guys are outside the bone pile. You are near treasure um, as you begin to catch up uh, with each other 
Um, the fire that is burning is casting smoke up into the sky. You can see it. Um, what would you guys like to do? May we take a ten? Absolutely. Um, Thank you. Yeah. All right. Let's. We can do that now. Uh, so. We will be back in just a few minutes. Thanks for hanging out with us, everybody. Uh, but until then, stay tuned. Hey, everyone, and welcome back. We are Random Encounter Productions. I'm Cody Stone. With me tonight, we have... Caitlin playing Fable Frost, the Ace Genasi Phoenix Hill Sorcerer. Megan playing Sridelandir, the Eldrin Glamour Bard. I'm Oz. I'm playing Talroth Oakenblade, the Wood Elf Scout, Barrett and Bones. And I'm Kez, and I'm playing Treasure Knight Crafter, the Tiefling Fighter. All right, everybody. So, um, you guys, uh, Saride and Fable had just regrouped with Treasure Tauroth deep in the pile of bones at the northern gate of the frozen fjord, and the wind begins to howl. Let's put on some howling wind. Track. Ice dragon. Does say that. Um, yeah, don't do that to us. Baron looked rocked. It is literally the land of dragons. The wind begins to pick up the snow along the ground. Bits of frost that have gathered over of the milk-white bones, the frozen on which Arl fell. It's to chill each of you. Exactly. With rattle, mind racks in pain. And stepping out, blurry blizzards, blessing the snow, is a monstrous abomination of her creatures. Legs like a goat of a ram, body, great arms, eddy, hair, its face like that of an eyes, massive, pupils, Speaking to other divinities in my domain. I'd like everyone to flip for initiative. What was that voice? Ah! Are we shuffling? Yeah. Shit. Yeah, shuffle shuffle up and flip. <laughs> Poor yeah. Tao Roth. <laughs> um... 
This is because Cole hasn't been here. Yeah. Somebody, somebody had to do it. Why? Cole, take your curse back. <laughs> uh, bad guys are on an eight. Guy, guy, bad guy. There's one bad guy. <sighs> don't you dare. I don't know. Someone woke the bears. We were so careful. All right, you're up first on the jack. Yep. Um, <laughs> I'm going to just freak the fuck out, quite frankly. Um, and uh, nah, feel a little. I'm feeling a little antsy. Um. Yeah, fuck it. Um, she's in spring, and I got stones, apparently. I'm just gonna stare... <laughs> I disrespect your bridge, goat man! I'm gonna stare him down and say, um... You are not a god. You are a pretender made of wind and ice. And I'm going to cast Counter Charm? Okay. Or... Put it up so that every... Am I within 30 feet of everybody? Um, You don't know where Talroth is. Well, no, I never do. So you're within 30 feet of the people you know where they are. Right, we're talking about people that are actually real, not my imaginary friend, Talroth. Yeah. As a yeah, yeah. note, we, we apparently have a um, channel points that is a name generator that I forgot was a thing. Okay. Um, and the name has been chosen for Big Hemoth. Okay. Hemoth, or or possibly he wants to name it for it. I don't know, but I like what is happening, and I don't remember. Sure. Adam. Yeah, <laughs> that's fine. If you if if you would if you if you would like to name the spirit of winter, I reserve yeah. the right to uh, to do no to. Uh, I'll use those letters in that order, but I have a um, penchant for mispronunciating things to make them sound fancy. Listen, Cthulhu. I'm sorry. The proper pronunciation of that word is Cthulhu. It is. Don't it, summon him. Listen, you got it is. Shit. We're it dealing is. with the Hemoth right now. All right, let's focus. All right. Um, but she's going to cast or put up counter charm so that everyone yeah. with 30 feet of her um, has advantage against being frightened or charmed. Okay. That sounds good. Um, on its turn, our unnamed behemoth. Stop. Um, Drink some water. Get that down. There you go. Bagamoth. Bagamoth. Until I hear another name. Bagamoth now? Instead Bagamoth. Of, I like it. I yeah, like see, it. That, that's the thing. I, 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 <laughs> doesn't matter. I'll take, I'll take normal words and make them fancy. Um, is uh he's gonna fly forward 60 feet get within uh let's say 50 feet of the trio and is going to make a chromatic orb attack against it's a ride fuck that counterspell that shit okay yeah no she'll die okay a hero! <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
We need a healer more than a hero, okay? It's, I need a healer. She'll <laughs> die if she lived, disrespecting the elements. <laughs> I was right. going to say defiling the elements if it's, if it's those in, but you know. He's not an element. He's fire. It's fine. Okay, so you uh, use your reaction to cast Counterspell. Yes, I do. Uh, I believe it is successful. So, up next in the turn order is... Taroth. All right, so since I'm in the bone pile standing in front of this helmet, um, mm-hmm. I'm guessing I would have heard what was said, but I wouldn't be able to see what was happening. So you definitely can't see it. You might have been able to hear. Actually, the Spirit of Winter technically speaks through telepathy. So, oh, sorry. It can o- You can only really hear it if it wants you to, uh, to hear. Um, and it was specifically speaking to those three. Because, do remember, you are the one person it hasn't been able to track. Um, so what I will do, your passive perception is 18, 18. Okay. I'm going to make just a stealth check for this thing, uh, against your 18. Um, it doesn't have a bonus. It's just essentially going to roll a D 20 and see if by happenstance, it's quiet enough for you not to hear it. Cause technically so far it hasn't, it's only flown by the wind, right? Like, it's not... hasn't had a magic, there's no explosion, it hasn't said anything. So, um... That is a natural 16 on the dice with a plus 3 dex, no bonus. It is, unfortunately, um, the wind is obscuring it. You just hear the wind pick up. You do hear that. Um, if you would like to work on getting the helmet out, um... The helmet is about, uh, so when you're drawing people, from what I've heard, uh, seven head heights is, uh, is a full body. Um, and so at 21 feet, a giant's head would be about three feet. I'm, I'm going to just kind of square it for my ease. Um, so, yeah, it's yeah, about a that, yard. Yeah, because that was going to be my next question, just how big big is that helmet it, so yeah it, it's sort of a three feet in diameter um it would be more like you, you could probably wear it as like a backpack like a turtle shell backpack or something like that like it's it's big enough you you can carry it it is not so large it is not like it's not ergonomic by any means not for you um but you can start making some uh, sleight of hand, and ath- you're going to need some athletics checks as well as you try to start maneuvering this thing out. Um, and as far as you know, you're still trying to do it without um, jostling the bones. So that is definitely sleight of hands. All right. Um, at least for my own sake, is the helmet actually... <laughs> Is it lodged into something, or is it just on the Jarl's head? It is on the Jarl's head. It had not been um, been damaged. It is a metal band, primarily crown, right? Um, 
and then it was dressed with like uh, animal leathers, uh, and and it is very ornate. And even the leather, sort of with the the basic kind of enchantment that is with it, have uh, have remained. It's sort of like a, a dressed up like Viking skull cap, kinda like a like a short skull cap, not quite the pointy pointy. One. Right, right, right. Um, yeah, because yeah, because my worry was something was on top of it, like pinning it down. So there there are things like on it, but you can kind of shift it because there used to be flesh in the way. Now there's not, so you have. You have room, you know, you have at least have like some skin, some hair, some, yeah. All right. As I am doing this, so let me roll the sleight of hand first. Please. That's a 26. A 26. Okay. Yeah. As I'm, as I'm doing this, it's like knowing how important this is to the dwarves and the other giants and what this means to them. I'm going to essentially be apologizing to the Jarl as I'm doing this. Just, I, I don't speak giant. I'm just speaking common. I'm just hoping the intention gets across. Just sure. Hey, look, man, I'm sorry, but we need this a little more than you do at the moment. Uh, we, we got a few things to take care of. So if you don't mind, just excuse me, put my foot in its jaw, push up. <laughs> sure. Desperation uh, translates in every language. So Absolutely. Just go get on by someone at a club who speaks a language you do not, and you'll know. Uh, well, there you go. That is that is one. We'll probably call it. I don't know, maybe three successes to to kind of get it out. Um, there is that. Uh, up next is Fable. <laughs> so okay, this thing that just tried to eat a chromatic orb. For visual sake, I like to say. I counterspelled it, and then immediately, same action, just kind of just summoned another one in my own hands, like I spilled it. You're playing Chromatic Orb Highlight. Yes! Thank you. Uh, That's exactly what I'm doing. So I'd like to just try to yeet one back at him. Okay. Please and thank you. Oh, I don't like that noise. That's going to be an 18. Uh, 18 does hit. Do we know his armor class officially yet? Uh, no, you don't. Okay, that's fine. That's going to be... 20 points of fire damage. Okay, 20 points of fire damage. Because, sorry, bonus action... Mantle of Flame. I forgot it would have it would have gone away between the last time, but it's there. Yep. So yeah, twenty. Okay, sounds good. At the end of your turn, he's going to use its legendary action to teleport. Um, it is fifty feet from you guys, but it's going to teleport thirty feet on top of the uh, bone. Pile. No, I'm not going to counterspell again. Because my turn happened, so I can. I have a fucking reaction. Okay. okay. Can you do that to legendary actions? It's a spell. Um, yeah, I mean, technically it's a racial ability, but I'll allow it. You know what? Never mind. I'm gonna let him go, because I... Range is better for us currently, I feel like. Go. Fucking go. Okay. Not all of... Listen, currently, we need to heal for a second, and we can... Sarai can eat you, I feel like. I don't know if you have a step more. Right. In this. 
No, but regardless. It's fine. We'll get there. It's okay. <laughs> okay. Um, so th- up next is Saride? No. No, treasure. Uh, treasure. Sorry. Uh, okay. Um, gonna try to whistle to alert Talroth, like, hey, alarm! <laughs> yeah, make a, just make a performance check for me. Total 15? Yeah, he hears you. Easily. God, this thing is 30 feet on top of the bone pile. Yep, it is difficult terrain climbing that bone pile. I'm sorry. That's fine. It's just... I really hate being slow and big some days. <laughs> uh, I also don't want it to find Talroth in there. I'm going to put some distance between myself, Saride, and Fable so that we're not clumped. So I don't know if this thing can do any funky cone breaths or craziness. I'd like to not clump. Okay. Just in case. All right. Not clump. <laughs> And then just going to pull a sword and stand there ready to bat once it's within distance. Okay. Sounds good. So um, you just stepped, like, circled around the pile, like, to the side of it, just to separate mm-hmm. from them. You didn't try to start climbing it. No. Okay. Understood. Thank you very much. That is the uh, at the end of Treasure's turn. Let's see. What is it going? Does have another legendary action. Um, it's gonna hold that legendary action. So new round. Also, Shadow Man, we're in the middle of a fight. That's what's happening right now in this game. We're dying. Six. Bad guys are on a six. If the next card I draw is a nine, I am throwing these cards away and getting new cards. All right. Up top. Fable. Fuck. Um, sorry, this stream was lagging for a second, so I turned off my other computer, forgetting it was the computer that had my character sheet on it. So give me just a second to wake it up again. Let's go to uh, Tauroth, and we'll we'll jump back. Great, to, go. Uh, to you there. Right. Would I have would I have noticed something dropping onto the bone pile near me? Um, I'm gonna roll for it because it's it's like a weird spirit thing. Like it it flies, you know. It teleported. It doesn't necessarily have to put all its weight on the bone pile. Um, I will say, yeah, yeah. You 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 know something is up there. You don't know what it is doesn't feel like a giant you're pretty sure a giant would have crushed down all sorts of stuff you know what i mean and again this is a very big pile of bones so all right just carefully again trying to get that crown off but now i am essentially just taking a second just popping these swords just slightly out of their sheath so they're not like friction locked in just okay. to be ready in case I need to swing on something. Sure. Sounds good. Okay, I'm ready now. Okay, make okay. your... Hold on. We're going to finish Tauroth's sleight of hand check. I'm just going to finish his turn, and then we'll we'll go back to you. 17. Yeah, uh, I'm going to call it a partial success. 
you you get it um you get it but the next one is gonna have to be athletics like it's jammed unless you want to try to backtrack it and like re-wiggle it you know what i mean it's like at that part of a puzzle where uh maybe this wasn't the exact right way but i can either maybe i can force it through that's where you're at sounds good okay now back to fable she looks up at him with this and she just i let you get up there (laughs) just taunting him like a little brat um and i'm going to uh use firebolt and I'm going to do it twice because of the bracers. Okay. So, um, can trip twice. Uh, so I am going to, um, I'm going to cast the firebolt two times, please. And thank you. Okay. Uh, that is, I need a d20 for that. Thanks so much. That is... A 19 and a 22 to hit. Yeah, those will hit. Thank you. All right. Um, and I roll this damage, and it is fire, so there's the extra there. Da-ba-da-ba. Hell yes. 17 on the first one. Okay. 18 on the second one. Okay. Sounds good. Uh... Anything else? Yeah, I'm going to actually also scatter, just in case there's a cone breath. I'm going to take an around, and I am going to um, just use my movement to try to start getting, maybe not up the bone pile, but to the base of, like, just around the other side. I just don't want to be clumped. Okay. Yeah, you, you circle around away from treasure. To the other side, at the end of your turn, uh, it is going to teleport down the bone pile to be in melee with you, Babel. Excellent. Fantastic. I'm saving my reaction. Okay. And why don't you walk like a normal thing? (laughs) You lazy piece of shit. You're a trustful spirit, aren't you? Up next is uh who is it right where how to wait there it is uh treasure it's treasure treasure they're on the other side of this bone pile now there's frustrated infernal coming from her side of the bone pile yeah it's like it's like (laughs) it's like 40 feet you gotta run around (laughs) the the outside actually i'm i'm pretty sure I can find a circumference of a circle uh, because because now I have Google that will tell me uh, no Google tell don't me betray these things so the circumference of this circle uh, is it's 45 feet for you to get around half of it the full circumference is 95 I'm, I'm rounding for you Okay. She's going to try to run, like, as there's that angry infernal, probably yeah. several stairs. Uh-huh. Taroth is hearing some of this, finally understands it. <laughs> She's running towards this creature to attempt to attack it. Okay. Uh, so you, you travel around the circle 30 feet, and, and that's it? No um, holding an action? Or are you going to dash? 
uh, I am going to dash, and then I have got my action surge. Let's use that. This seems like a good time to use it. Okay. Dash and action surge. Go for it. So I would get both my attacks on this, correct? Correct. Oh, that is nice. That is a 16 and a 17, each plus 8. Okay. Yeah. Both of those hit. So that is going to be a 8 plus 5 for the first hit. Okay. And we don't roll one's treasure. Stop that. And that is a 14 for the second hit. Okay. Sounds good. Treasure, at the end of your turn, it is going to... Make a touch of frost against you uh, with this. That's a con save on me. Uh, no, it, it's just it's it's attack. It's a twenty-two to hit. That does uh, hit. That does hit. So that is going to be uh, grab the appropriate dice. Where did you go? That's it. Got it. Ooh. 15, 21, uh, 21 points of cold damage, and you can't take reactions until the start of your next turn. Okay. And now it is. It's a ride. Okay. So, bonus action. Because that was not good. Um, let's do healing word at fourth level. Okay. Or? For treasure. Okay. Um, Twelve. Thank you. You're welcome. Um, and then... And then... Uh, is he with... Is he within 60 feet of me? Yes. Yeah. Just I need him to make a wisdom save. All right. Is it a spell? Yeah. So he has, he does have advantage. Magical resistance. Um, let's see. A natural 16 plus 12 for a 28. Yeah. Um, so... He still takes half damage because it's just no whispers. Nice. Yeah. Ten half to five. Nice. Something. She just starts talking about how much nicer. She starts singing. What is it? Um, that stupid Olaf song from the first the, Frozen. The, the, yeah. One of yeah. Live in summer. It's summer. Better when it's summer. That. Yeah. Just talking about, yeah. Like, Winter sucks. Better when it's warm. And your goat legs are stupid. <laughs> All right. 
out of legendary actions, but that is the end of Sarai's turn. And so, do we do we get a name, or is it? Um, I. Mm. Bigamon. 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 Got it. I'm going with Bigamon until I hear otherwise. Yes. Bigamon is going to. Uh, oh, so many options. So many options. I hate that. Uh, is going to perform the Touch of Frost on. He's in melee with me. I know. Okay. And prevent you from having reactions. But he is just going to instead double talons wipe you. Is he? Nah, touch of frost you. Fuck. Touch of frost you. And I have to counterspell it. It's not a counterspellable. This is just an ability. Just an ability. Shit. Yeah, it's. Uh, okay. Well, it calls it a melee spell attack. Then I have to counterspell it because I will die without my reactionary life-saving things. So fine, fine. Be a little bitch. All right. All right. Well, that's the that is the end of your reactions. I'm aware. Um. So the. Wanna miss do I wanna miss you? Uh no. <laughs> Megan is just will jump through this computer and fight you, Cody Stone. Don't need to. However, a skeleton. The one lone skeleton that saw Saride as she was escaping from the fire is going to join the fray. Boss giant skeleton! And in the presence of the Spirit of Winter, Frost Giant is going to use its freezing stare on Saride. Saride, I would like you to make a DC 13 constitution saving. Ten. Oh. Not what you wanted to see. Okay. This is not good. Okay. Okay. There we go. Okay. That is 20 points of cold damage, and you are paralyzed until the end of your next turn. Okay. And that is his one use of that ability. You're welcome. He is still 60 feet away, 55 feet away. That is it for the Frost Giant. Okay. New round. Flip them up. Oh, no. That doesn't count. Yeah, seven. Bad guys are on seven. 
eight, nine. I'm tossing <laughs> this deck. I'm so sorry, Tarath. No, it's 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 not you. It's yeah. No, I, I'm tossing this deck. Yeah, yeah. I got you, Cody. What did you have? The skeleton's name is Bob. Seven. Per the chat, the skeleton's name is Bob. Skeleton Bob, fifty-five feet from joining this this combat, having just paralyzed Saride. At the end of Bob's turn, the Spirit of Winter is going to take its legendary action and is going to uh, Winter Touch, Frost Touch, Fable. And that's that thing again? Yep. Fucking counterspell. You can't. Oh, turn hasn't come back around yet. What a what a dick. Twenty-three. <laughs> that hits, obviously. <laughs> Why the fuck do you even ask? Okay, okay I'm gonna thump you. <laughs> uh oh, that's that's not uh terribly great. Uh nine points of cold damage reduced to five. You are resistant to cold, correct? Okay. Just making sure. Uh, and you cannot take uh, reactions until the start of your next turn. Well, you couldn't do it anyway, but I just like doing it. Hey, I'll take it. It's just insult to injury. It's just, it's, ins- it's, 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 what's the, uh, what's the female version of emasculating? What's the magical version of emasculating? That's, that's more what I'm looking for. Uh, I'm not sure, but Treasure, your turn. Okay, so I saw that, obviously I didn't have my reaction, so I couldn't Sentinel. Yeah. But I do see now that this thing is attacking Fable, so I'm going to activate my Searing Smite. Okay. With my bonus action, and I'm going to attack it twice. Okay. Okay, one is going to be a 13 plus 8, and the other a 14 plus 8. Yes, both of those will hit. Uh, I'm going to need him to make me a con check. DC 15. Okay. Constitution DC 15. 16 plus 9 for a 25. Cool, so he just takes the initial fire damage, but he does not stay on fire. Sounds good. So, the first hit, which would have been the initial damage, he is taking 16 slashing damage and 7 fire damage. Okay, with, that's the first hit? That's the first hit, and this is the second hit. Nope, don't, don't bother. Oh, okay. With the first hit down, the monstrosity that lay that is before you the searing blade comes swiping across its body and as the blade carves through it the torso erupts into slush of day old snow a wind 
kicks up and back at the top of the bone pile, reforming in a new uh, feminine form is this ten-foot-tall woman who, Saride, it does not look like any Mab you've seen, but the armor reminds you of their of their court. Um, her eyes burn cold blue as a thin cloak of mist forms around her. Blades of ice grow from the body at odd angles and break off just as they grow too long. Every movement she makes is uh, mirrored by the echoing of snow cracking uh, under its form. Uh, this is a maiden, and from her hands rises a great morning star ice kiss. I'm just picturing ice-themed Lady Demetris- Demetriscu from yeah. Demetrescu. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, you know, you said 10 feet tall, I'm like, can she smother me? There, if, I, if I simp for her, will she stop this fight? <laughs> there is a... Um, there's a face. Yeah, there's a, a also a Legends of Runeterra or League of Legends um, ice, like, woman that's really cool looking too that so but i knew as soon as i said 10 foot tall i was like yep here it comes lady vampire all right so your second attack if you'd like to if well you you're not gonna be able to make it up this bone pile to hit her with it but you can start running up there if you want well may as well try at this point <laughs> okay it's difficult to rain you start to climb up the bone pile you get 15 feet up the um up the height there Tyroth, you can definitely feel the bones shifting as treasure uh comes hoofing it up all right at the end of treasure's turn Brittle Maiden is going to utilize her Ice Flurry. Each creature within 30 feet of Brittle Maiden is going to take 2d4 piercing damage as the snow begins to form into icicles and comes swimming, swinging about. So that is Fable, that is Tauroth, and that is Treasure. Saride, you are not um, within 30 feet of her. Uh, not, uh, I'm not getting my ass handed to me by a fucking Winter Fay. That is just not how this happens. Oh, and I am? I mean, it's this not... Is it, I'm not, not going down to the trailer trash of the Fay courts. It's not happening. Four points of, uh, yes, piercing damage. Thank you, four. Even amongst the bones, since there's enough room for you to move, Tauroth, there's enough room for that ice to come sweeping in there. All right. 
Matt, is this a slashing damage or magic damage? Piercing, it is, but it is, uh, it's just piercing, non-magical. So it would be one for me, correct? Uh, four reduced it. Yes, correct. Yeah, because it is three. Yep. Okay. That was after treasure, uh, fable. It is time. Is she right there next to me still? No, she's at the top of the bone pile, 30 feet up. Just making sure. Okay, cool. All right, well. Fine, ice bitch. Ah, but she's alone. Oh, thank God. No one else is up there. Well, let's get, let's wreck her. Um, and I would like to please, uh, cast Agonizar's Scorcher at her. Okay. Um, and I'm casting it at fourth fucking level. All right. What is that, a deck save? It is a deck save. All right. Plus three on her deck save. That is cocked. Well... It didn't get better for you. It was natural 17 and natural 20, so she she saves either way. But um, she'll still take half damage, I believe. She does take half. Yep. She yes. sure does. Uh, yeah, she's going to take half damage. Um, That's fine. It's still a shit ton of damage. Okay. Um, great. Not as much as I'd wanted, but 20 points of damage. All right. Yeah, she does take a full... Let me make that very clear. Thank you. It's fire damage. Question on Agnesar Scorcher, because I was 15 feet away and Tauroth is under her. Do we... I'm aiming, so I... Because I get to pick how big the thing is, so if I'm aiming at her head, basically, if she is that tall and big, it's a five-foot-wide cone that I can stretch 30 feet of, yes? Hold on, because Scorcher, I think, actually travels across the ground. A line of roaring flame re- emanates from you in a direction you choose. It doesn't say. Okay. Well, yeah, I'm going to so I'm going to I could do it with my hand. It could yeah, it can just be a beam. There is a there is I a I can sp- change the spell. Yeah, no, I I'm, well, I'm also just curious to to figure it out. Yeah, let me know. Um emanate yeah, so a line of roaring flame 30 feet long and 5 feet wide emanates from you. In a direction you choose, each creature in the line must make a deck save. Um, I'm going to say no. You guys, Tauroth, and it doesn't have to go across the ground. But Tauroth is definitely fine. Uh, Fable, you have to take a step to the side to not hit treasure. And treasure's flattening herself against this bone pile as best as she can. And you are good. Yeah. So. Anything else fable? Panic. Um, no, I would like to then... Um, that, nope. Nope. That's it. Okay. That is it. After... At the end of her turn, we're going to do, before Sarai goes, it is going to be a the last legendary action of this one. 
Nope, no legendary action right now. So, it's a ride. That's right, thank you. Your turn ends, you gain control over your muscles. Welcome back, Saride. After Saride is Tauroth. So I think you said on this one I have to make an athletics check to get the crown out now. Yeah. If I use something to kind of leverage it, would that give me any sort of bonus or advantage or... If you had... um you have a crowbar? The only thing I have on me are the... That I might be able to use for something like this are the Blades of Household Rain. Oh. I mean, technically, the blades are magical, so they won't break. Um, are they dense enough? They, they Because they are... Um, we let them be used as... Excuse me. Like... Flexible, like a, what is it? Finesse. Thank you. Because they're finesse weapons, they're not like a full, like a thick sword. They have bend to them. You know what I mean? That That's what allows you to take advantage of the finesse property. So, I mean, maybe your double scimitar would do better because it's broader if you had it on you. I don't know. But really, you need I'll, like a crowbar. Yeah, I would have left the double-bladed back of the encampment because that is a little too big to be sneaking into small spaces. Sure. Um, so, right, yeah. So let's go for that athletics. Okay. 19. Okay, yeah, with a 19, you are able to pop it free. Um, make me a acrobatics check, please. Seventeen. Okay. Yeah, you you grab a hold of of the ring. You you get your feet up in there. You give it a hard pull. You end up tumbling backwards, spilling out of the bone pile the crown in your hand. Um, and it does. Yeah, it does. You you land on your back, but sort of back roll through it and uh, end up on your feet. In the sight of the Jarl's crown, the skeleton pauses, lowering its weapon. So would that have been just my action? Would that have been my action and move, or...? I'm going to count some movement uh, on it. I'm going to say probably 20 feet of your movement. Um, You still have a bonus action and the rest of your movement. Would it be possible to kind of get the crown up, but also, well, <laughs> what I was originally thinking, just to bounce Andy off you to see if this would have worked, okay. was my original thought was the crown, I would have had to have worn it like a backpack being yeah. so large. Yeah. Would it have been possible to take the two swords so that way I can kind of use them to kind of help prop up the crown on my back but still pop Zephyr Strike so I can run clearly. I know it'd be like um, two uh, rounds to do it, but... Yeah. Yeah. I'll allow that. Sure. Okay. Really? So I'll pro- 
So I know this run, I'll probably have to just take the swords out and just get the crown on my back, and that yeah. would probably be the whole turn yeah. for the rest of my turn. Yeah, I agree. Okay. Yeah, that, sound, that sounds good. Um, all right. At the end of Tauroth's turn, the skeleton has frozen, but Brittle Maiden is up. You can see where the Scorching Ray had uh, done more damage than the previous fire attacks. It seems this form is more ice than it is monstrosity. However, sliding down the bone pile, or actually from where is she's going to? I don't. I'm just going to read this. This is what we're doing now. Um. She creates this fist-sized gem of ice crystal that hovers about five feet to her side. Um, and she targets Fable. As your eyes lock in to the crystal, I need you to make a charisma saving throw, DC 21. Good God. Sixteen. You guys watch as Babel's eyes begin to ice over and it begins to break her into snow flurries, drawing her into the crystal. Um, you are stunned while you are in it. Uh, you are you are going to take damage at the start of each of your turns. Um, however, because do on your turn remind me of your um, mantle of flame. Thank you. Okay. All right. That is it for the brittle maiden new turn. All right. Brittle Maiden on a king is going to descend down the bone pile and is going to begin swinging the ice kiss uh, morning star at treasure. Two attacks. Oh, that's a D12. That's That doesn't help. Uh, 17 and 18 plus 7, 24 and 25. Both of those are going to hit. And this is... Let's see. 
Oh, awful. Just awful. Um, eight points of total damage uh, for the first hit. Um, treasure in the second one. Okay. Is more average. Uh, that is 14 points of damage. So um, you, you, you get to reduce six points of that total. So it was 14 plus 8. Yep. I'm trying to do math. I'm terrible. 8 and 8 is 16. That's what, you, that's what you take. You take okay, 16 you. total. I got you. Okay. After after the Brittle Maiden's turn, uh, it is Tauroth. Alright, so Crown is essentially just on my back, swords out. Yep. How far from me is she? Uh, she is 20 feet? 20 feet of, uh, of difficult terrain. And I have a 35 move speed, so I would still have to dash to get closer. I believe so, yeah. Don't suppose I could try to acrobatics check to get that just extra five feet to be right there? I mean, it's um, maybe normally, but not with this big, funky hula hoop-sized crown on your back. All right. So, yeah, let's... uh. Yeah, I'll just bonus action dash to get up there and at least just take one swipe. Okay. And treasures within melee range, yes? Yes, she is. Wait, would she have noticed me by now? Um, I'm going to say yes. Yeah, maybe okay. you stumbled out. She noticed the skeleton didn't move. Um, and... Yeah, I'm. I'm gonna. I'm gonna. Also, you were talking like passive versus passive here, and, and her passive perception is twenty six. Like it's ridiculous. So, no. not just wanted to double check since she hasn't done anything directly towards me. I True. was just like, I appreciate oh. it. Yeah, double check. Let's do it. Nat twenty. Nicely done. All right, roll your. Damage. You can uh, max damage plus the plus the boat the dice. This will take a second. Okay. So much damage. Absolutely. Oh, he's doing that. If you too like massive amounts of damage, check out Norse Foundry for the <laughs> we'll break your face open metal boulder dice. I'm a big fan, and you can use Rep RPG to get fifteen percent off of your order. All right, so on the hit, seeing everything going on, I'm definitely popping favorite foe on this. Okay. So I'll need a second just to math everything. All right. And while you're at it, uh, North Foundry will also hopefully be making our Boulder trophies for our D&D PvP event. So make sure that you've signed up on that Google form. I will drop it in the link one more time, in the chat one more time shortly. Uh, so, you know, back to you, Talroth. <laughs> I I am super interested in uh, getting those those big boulders, bronze, gold, silver for for the first three places. Yeah. yeah 
And that is, okay. by the way, if you guys have seen, that is what the entry fee is for. It just covers those dice. Yeah. That's it. Yep. The entry fee of, of per team covers those dice. All right. Not in per All right. I actually had to get the calculator open because the damage from the sword, the sneak attack, and the favored foe, uh-huh. grand total of 54 damage. Oof. That is a lot. She does remain, but that it, but that her her ice form has been definitely chipped away at and and taken some big shatters there. Uh, that is it for Tauroth, and up next is Fable, uh, because she beats Saride on Dex, I believe. So yes, I do. Um, okay, so Fable, Mantle of Flame, you said. Yes, Mantle of Flame. At the start of your turn, um, you are going to take cold damage. Despite the, am I still resisting it? You're you're still resistant. Yeah, that that doesn't change. However, it is, it, there is no DC. There is no save. It is just automatic. At the end of your turn, you can repeat the charisma saving throw to try to escape the crystal. That's pretty much the only thing you can do. Um, the damage you take is twelve. Uh, 16 points of cold damage reduced to 8 rolled rolled low on that um, not the average oh that's how that's the average okay um, but you deal 3 points of fire damage to yes, the I crystal. Uh, and I'm going to say Saride because you are not in melee with, with the Maiden. Uh, you can see that crystal that absorbed Babel little, uh, like a droplet of water. It's to, like, ice It's melting. melting? It's melting. Okay. It picked the wrong bitch to absorb. All right. I failed my save, by the way. Ten four. Private message. I okay. No, that's fine. I was just yeah throwing out there. Carry on. Oh, I got you. Yeah. Um, hold on. But uh, up next is Saride. So I would like to, at fourth level, cast a spell magic on the crystal. Okay. How do I do that? <laughs> but what I'm, do I do? I'm seeing um, if I'm seeing if it yeah, so it is magic. I'm seeing Because it's an object or magical effect. Correct. It would be over Let me let me look at spell magic. Because I know when it's an actual spell, it's like counterspell if it's over a certain level. If it's yeah, so if it's a fourth level spell or lower, it's automatically dispelled. If not, I have to roll for it. Yeah, and I'm I'm saying this is probably I mean it's unique. So this is over um this is over the fourth level. I'm trying to make a decision on the DC for this. Um the DC saving throw on her 
stuff up there is way high. I don't think that's appropriate. Um, let's put the DC at 18. So, fuck, what do I do? 1d20 plus your charisma. Actually, I'm gonna... There's a, there's a spell that's close to what's happening that I am gonna look up. What level are you? Oh, I was right. Okay, 18. Stop, 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 stop. Eighteen. The crystal shatters and pouring out onto the floor is Fable. Uh, Bonus action. <laughs> yes, Queen. Um, I want to. If I have to, I'll move up a little bit. Um, so actually, Fable can appear within a space within thirty feet of the crystal of her choice. So I'm aware now. Yes. Can I be below? Can I be in the bones? So I've got cover next time? Like um, below her? Sure. I would just like to be under her feet. So A, it's hard for her to find where I have gone. And B, bone I'll cover. Smooth off the pile. But I mean, I think you right. it'll, it'll give you cover. With her passive perception, she probably knows where you're at. So. Fucking hell. But still cover. Yep. Get in the bunker! In the bunker, you go. Fable. Um, bonus action, uh, mantle of inspiration. I'll move up a little bit, okay, so that it can get everybody. Okay. Um, so eight, ten hit points. If you need, want to use your movement, you can. Um, but she's going to look at her and say, "In uh, in Sylvan, mm-hmm. I really should have been able to smell the Winter Court blood on you, you mongrel bitch." Um, it replies in Primordial. Do you speak Primordial? No. Um, so, Fable, you, you hear it go, I don't know what you're saying, but it sounds disgusting, you impotent slag. I'm assuming it's something like this. Oh, 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 uh, yeah, um, Fable just... Forgoing any hiding that she would have done in Primordial just shouts back. He's essentially, not my daughter, you bitch. Yeah. She, she has one of those ones. It's, um, not in my Eladrin, you bitch. <laughs> All right. At the end, uh, who is using their reaction to move? Me. Where would you like to move? Away, even as I shouted her. You were in the bone pile. You want to go deeper in the bone pile? You want to come out of the bone pile? I'd like to scurry. Scurry like deeper in? Yes, I'm so almost dead. Okay, you scurry I'm deeper in. Okay. I'm going to be a hamster. Ice it, hamster. All right, it is difficult terrain. Um, at the end of Sarai's turn, uh, she is going to make a Morningstar attack against Talroth. 
Yeah, this I, I kind of had that coming. You, yeah. This time, I think I can sentinel. <laughs> you do get to sentinel this time. Uh, natural 19 plus 7 for a 26. Uh, let me just double check my AC. Yeah, of, make sure. Yeah. Uh, go ahead and make your sentinel. Oh, my d20 had vanished for a second there. That is going to be 18 total. All right. Yeah, 18 does hit. Um, 19 points of piercing and cold damage. Tower off. I'm going to uncanny dodge some of that. Sounds good. So that and would be 10 damage to me then. Correct. And 15 points of damage to her, plus no more movement. Okay. Got it. And that is it for... No, don't open. I don't need that. Uh, for the legendary action. Treasure, your turn. Ah, okay. Thanks for joining the fight, Dalroth. <laughs> well, I was a little busy picking I mean, up what we needed. <laughs> Listen, if you hadn't if you'd come up there without it, oh, it's like, all that time, but at least you have it. <laughs> yes! Nat 19. That's one critical. Yeah. The other one is a total 18. Yeah, both hit. Roll your nat uh, 19 first. Okay. Uh, do you want me to double dice, or how do we want to uh, do Max dice critical? and a roll. Just go max with dice and a roll. Okay. Yep. So that's double max. 6, 6, 12, 24, plus 5. 29. Yeah, 29 on that first hit. That, uh, well, you can stop right there for a moment. As the ice shatters across uh, the frozen uh, brittle maiden and goes scattering everywhere, I need everyone within uh, 10 feet, so just the two melee combatants, make a dexterity saving throw. Wait, so me, yes, did you say? No. Just, just making sure. Yep. DC 21. <laughs> Tower off? That's a 15. Oh. Man. Uh, so it is uh, 14 points of piercing damage. Um, Tower off, you're going to take 7. And Treasure, you're going to take 11. Now, as as the ice shatters, this ice reforms, not into a humanoid form, not into a form of living ice, but into a diamond that glows from within, is about three feet in diameter. Um, it is shifting and moving like it is alive, growing protrusions of sharp crystals that break off and shed and fall and return. Um, Treasure, I think you broke it too hard. <laughs> and it is going to teleport away from you guys uh, 60 feet down near Saride. 
This is like in in the Final Fantasy boss levels where you think you're winning and then it shifts and it becomes something new and you're like, God damn it, Seymour. Why you gotta do me like that? I hate you. I um I will let you guys know I'm super impressed with you so far. That's the only reason this is continuing. <laughs> oh good. You're doing so well. It is I do extend the torture. Yeah, super good. So listen, so this is smooth. not the TV show. This is not Friday night. That's ah. not what's supposed to happen. Okay. You've made a mistake. You've made her final form a diamond. Don't you know? Diamonds are Sarai's best friend. I am the mineralogist! <laughs> Treasure, it is still your turn. Um, if you... Let me see, she goes... Uh, Sarite had moved closer, if I was not mistaken. But I think she's about 20 feet away from you. 15 feet. Uh, you're sliding downhill, though. So I will let you make an acrobatics check. If you fail, you will end up prone at her feet. And not be able to stand up this turn. There's a whole lot more tiefling shouting and angriness. Okay. Because, God damn it, this thing has, like, teleported on me three times. Yeah. Yeah. That's its big gig. It likes teleporting. <laughs> I'm actually going to take the opportunity to second win instead. Okay. And I will roll that d10. Damn it. Uh, that is a total of nine hit points. Okay. Not great, but... Hey, I'll take it, you know? Yeah. And um, not going to slide down, going to... Well, where's Fable and Talroth in comparison to me? Talroth is next to you. Fable mm-hmm. is somewhere scurrying in the bones. Okay, that's not going to help. No. Um, <laughs> uh, going to start to make my way down, but more carefully. I'm not going to try to slide down like that like an idiot. Okay. Yeah, you, the next thing I need to do is like impale myself on one of those crystals that's coming out of that crystal. <laughs> you get halfway down. Um, yeah, so you're about 10 feet from her. Okay. At the end of Treasure's turn, it is... New round? Or was that the bad guys? I had a seven. Did I go? Uh, new round. I went. New round. Ten. Uh, yeah, the bad guys would have gone after me. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Ace. There it is. Tauroth, new deck. That's working for you. Seriously. Tauroth, you are up. Actually, at the end of Treasure's turn, because it had not, it had only used one legendary action, it is going to. Use Polar Ray on... Uh, Cody, what... Well, I'm sorry to interrupt, but just for the order, what did you pull? Ten. Ten, okay. Thank you. Uh, it is going to use Polar Ray and attack Tauroth. Or... Mm, attack Treasure, because she just did this to him. You guys keep critting on him. Uh, 32 to hit natural 19 plus 13. So, that is gonna... To be fair, this is probably the first time I've crit with sneak attack in months. Yeah. No, I know. I'm not... I, like I said, I'm proud of you guys. You guys are doing good. I'm not I'm not upset. Um, that is 16 points of cold damage to treasure. 
Okay. Tauroth, your turn. All right, seeing treasure bounding down towards that thing. Um, yeah, I'm going to see if I can acrobatics to kind of bounce off her shoulders to take a swing at this thing. Cool, let's do it. Acrobatics check. DC. That's a, that's a 14. I rolled 2d8. Normally I add plus 5. I rolled 7 and 7. So I'm going to say you... Uh, I'm going to say you... Uh, you get there. But you are prone. Um, you can bonus action dash and stand up with with half your move. Yeah, may as well. All right. As as you come sliding down the bone pile, the shifting of the bones or fable or something, uh, you go to push off with for that leap off of treasure's shoulders, and it just sort of. And you, you take a tumble, you end up right next to the ice diamond flying there next to Saride. Uh, kip up, I'm, I'm sure, with uh, with great aplomb. And go ahead and make your attack roll. And Saride is within five feet of it? Yes, she is. Cool. Now, one question to have with favored foe, is this still considered the same creature? Ooh. It is the same creature. It's a different form of the same creature, so I will allow it. Um, I mean, yeah, because the last two forms were elementals. If it had gone from the first form, which was a monstrosity, into the elemental, I might have ruled the other way. But for this, yeah, you're good. Okay. And since I did take damage, I just got to roll my concentration check. Mm Mm-hmm. Well, favorite foe is gone anyway, so it doesn't matter. But it was a 26 to hit. 26 does hit. It's a grand total of 24 damage. All right. Nicely done. 24 damage on your spirit. At the end of your turn, it is going to... Use its polar ray once more on treasure, the only person not in melee with it that it can see. 25 to hit. Hit. So that is 15 points of cold damage. Okay, that is it for its legendary actions after Tauroth on the ace is treasure. Oh, that one hurt. I'm not feeling so hot. Uh, I do not have anything. I'm about halfway away from it. I don't have any. You know what I have? I have a javelin. Let's go ahead and unleash my javelin. Okay. So I'm going to go ahead and throw my javelin at it. Hey, how far are that. you from it? Uh, I think you said 15. Okay. Good enough. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go for that lightning bolt javelin thingy. All right. I believe I have to hit it first, or does it have to make its dex thing first? Uh, I, think you, I think you have to hit it, then anything in between has to make the dex save. 
Okay. So let's go ahead and see if I can hit it. Yep. Nat 20. Do you want the picture of it? No, I believe you. You're fine. <laughs> Loving Norse Foundry Dice. Loving my Norse Foundry Dice. Uh, I think we ruled that... Uh, how does this work? A 46, right? Uh, yeah, I believe so. Plus, does she take the actual damage from the weapon of the 1d6 plus 5? Uh, yes. I Hold on. I have to look up. That's the one thing I don't think we ever 100% cleared up. Alright, Lightning Javelin. So yeah, the target takes the damage from the javelin plus 46 lightning. Okay, so it would be 5d6. Correct. Plus strength. Okay. Yep. That's nice and rounded off. That's 25. All right. And good. I'm going to try to move away because I am not looking great. Okay. Give myself some space. Uh, up the bone pile or, or just around the corner? Uh, give myself some cover, so around the corner. All right, around the corner you go ducking. At the end of Treasure's turn, I think we are out of legendary actions. So, oh, but look, is it bad guys? Yeah. So... Hmm. Okay. Um, yeah. Blizzard Veil. Let's do that. Um. Area within the sphere is heavily obscured. The sphere moves with oral. Effect lasts until or that. That's just going to make this longer. No, we're not doing that. Dumb. Uh, it is going to intensify its aura and make a... It is going to fly around the corner to shoot at treasure. Uh, Tauroth and Saride, you guys get attacks of opportunity. Ten. Eleven. Okay. So. It is going to be one polar ray against Tauroth, one polar ray against treasure. Natural 15, natural 16. Both of those are going to hit. I'm going to roll damage once for both of you guys. Uh, that is... 10 points of cold damage to each of you. I'm down. Okay. 
that is it for Queen of Frozen Tears. For the Queen of Frozen Tears. Sorry, I thought she has an awesome name in this one, too. Queen of Frozen Tears. Um, <laughs> up next is Saride. Can I get to Treasure? Treasure is... Yes, you you should be able to get to treasure. Um, however, at the start of your turn, oh no, oh Cody made a boo boo. I don't think you're within ten feet of it anymore. Nope. All right. <laughs> She's going to run over to Treasure and touch her. Okay. Cure Wounds, third level. Sounds good. 18 points. And bonus action, uh, Mantle. Okay. So everyone gets 8 temp, and Treasure can, if you want to use your reaction to stand up. Yep. Did I have to use all my movement to get to treasure? Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Thank you. Okay. No problem. After Saride, Fable. Hi, hello. Hey, hello. Uh, Hello. Um, May I please? It's terrifying. Um, How far away is the Frozen Tears Queen? I mean, you're in a bone pile that is difficult terrain the whole way. Like, you're going to have to dash to be able to see her. To even be able to see? Yeah. <laughs> All right. That's fine. All right. I am going to... Use my movement and dash. Okay. And, and Any bonus and, actions? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely bonus action. I'm going to use some meta magic. Okay. I am going to make a casting time, a bonus action for this casting. Okay. So I'm going to cast... Can I... How far away is she from me? If I get to those... 20 feet. Oh, God. Ah, I've made a mistake. Um, But it's fine, I'm here. Ah. I'm going to, well, I'm out of upper level spells, so I'm just going to, um, and she's strong, and I don't know her new, I don't know her new stats, so I'm just going to chromatic the fuck orb. Okay, what type of damage? Fire. Okay. I melted her earlier, so I'm hoping that remains true. Okay. But your voice tells me it won't, and I'm scared. It doesn't matter. I rolled a natural fucking one. Oof. So no, that does not hit. Yeah, yeah, thanks. Thanks so much. No shit. All right, that is the end of Babel's turn. Round.
That guys are on a queen. Tauroth is back on a king up top. Uh, we're going to do some legendary actions at the end of treasure or the end of fables turn though we're gonna we're gonna do a we're gonna intensify the aura her aura extends out another 10 feet and so if you are within 20 feet of her i think that's pretty much everybody and uh at the start of your turn you're gonna take 15 points of cold damage halved for me yes Tara. So, that, so that's eight. So Ryan had a mantle of inspiration to us on her last turn, right? Yes. Since I did not use my reaction to uncanny dodge, I took the full ten. Could I have used my reaction to get closer, and then the rest of my movement to get closer this round? I mean, you. She didn't move that far. Your reaction would have put you within ten feet of her if you wanted it to. Perfect. Okay. So within five feet of her, within melee of her. And it's, it's, yep. so the aura is, yeah, it's just flat damage at the start of the turn if you're within a range of her. So. All right. And uh, yeah, let's go, let's go double swing with the swords. All right. Uh, there should be, the swords. and there should be both Saride and Treasure within five feet of her. Yeah. No, uh, no. No, they're not within five feet of her. Uh, she didn't get in melee with them. She shot them. All right, so no sneak attack on these. Yeah, unless you want to hold an action for when treasure gets there. It's up to you. Nah, she took down my drinking partner. I'm a little pissed. All right, let's do it. First one's a 15. 15 plus or 15 total? 15 total. 15 and the second one and the second one is a 19 total. 19 barely hits. That is her armor class in this form. Yeah, that's only going to be six. Six is better than nothing. Okay. After Tauroth, Babel. Start of your turn. Eight points of cold damage. Already took it out, so I didn't have to worry about it. Great, amazing. Let's try. She <laughs> like a lighter. Click, click, click. Come on, she's <laughs> gonna try to throw the chromatic orb again. All right, let's do it. Don't fuck with me this time. And it in fact did not with a natural nineteen. Okay. Plus shit, so I'm not gonna. But you said nineteen is her armor class, so I'm not gonna bother yep, adding things. That'll hit. Ah. <sighs> Okay. You okay? Yeah, I was mathing. 22 points of fire damage. Okay, 22 points of fire damage. Sounds good. She is not vulnerable to fire at this point, but it does full damage. But it's not that. That's all I care about. Yep. Uh, I w want to start testing things she might be vulnerable to. Okay. That is it for Fable, or do you have a bonus action? Um. No. Okay. At the end of your turn, she is going to. 
Oh yes, sorry. Bonus action. I'm using. I'm converting. I'm converting some points into into spell slots. Okay, sounds good. That's all. Polar array at Fable. That's why I'm converting some things into spell slots. I need some shit back to deal with this. All right, that is going to hit with twenty-seven. Obviously. And thirteen points of cold damage. Halved to seven. Thank you. Okay. After Fable is oh, is the baddies? Is just her, and in this form, it's it's all the it's all the shooting or nothing. Um, Talroth, let's take a shot. Oh, I get a free shot on her. Awesome. <laughs> uh, so the first one is a natural two for a 15. That misses. Okay. And um, the other one is a natural 16. So that is going to hit. You can't uncanny dodge this. For 14 points of cold damage. Reduce to seven to seven. All right. That is it for her turn. It's a ride. Battle of inspiration. Okay. I'm oh, and I take 15. You do. Um, who's looking the worst right now? Okay, can I um, get to Fable? Yeah. I will walk up to her and touch her and cast Cure Wounds at third level. Thank you. Okay. Yeah, her fire was was red. It was full red when she yeeted that, that chromatic orb. Fucking red. No blue, no purple. Blood. <laughs> 21. Oh my god. Nice. And now it's fine. It's blue again. <laughs> Do hey, I have no, no. any more movement? I'm probably not. I mean, uh, maybe I mean, like five feet. Where do you want to go? Away. I want to try to get a, a, a little bit away again, but okay, it's fine. Yeah. I mean, actually, no, it's not fine because if she goes down, I'm fucked. So I would like to move five feet away from her. Thank okay. You. Sounds good. Yeah, please move away from me. <laughs> All right. At the end, uh, it is. It's the end of Saride's turn, treasure. Oof, okay. I am not known to run away from a fight. You already took your cold damage. How much am I taking? At the start of your turn, it, it should be 15. 15. But you have that temp eight hit points. I'm still up with four. I was going to say... Okay. There's so much anger and rage right now going on with Angry Treasure. She's going to pop her branding smite just to Literally, add Treasure the X4. And I had the, for, for peak by the curtain, Treasure and I had the exact same health. I just, it was a bigger percentage of my health gone than hers, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, but, so that's why, yeah. Um, I, I have less max health than she does. So that was still a good call. You're good. Uh, so I am still up. Uh, going to do both of my attacks pop to the branding smite as well. Okay. 
Let's do it. Okay. 11 plus 8 for 1. So that's a 19. Barely hits. And the other one's a 13 plus 8. That so hits. the 11 21. hit, that should hit. Yeah. Yep. They both hit. The branding smite, let me just double check. Um, she just takes the 2d6 radiant damage. It's not any roll or anything. Okay. But she can't go invisible or do any creepy shit as such. Cool. So for the branding smite hit, 18, 19, 20, 21, plus 5. 26. And for the secondary hit, we don't roll ones in this house, treasure. There we go. That's a little better. 14. Okay. <coughs> the shape of the ice spirit is faltering. And with that, it is round. Uh, oh, no card. One more time, Cody. Come on, buddy. You can do it. Five. Up top, Tauroth. So it's still the 15 damage, just from standing next door? Uh, 10. She had her turn. It diminished. All right. Yeah, I'm getting a little fed up with this bitch's bullshit. So, yeah, let's see if I can pull some of that wind off of her. Bonus action popping Zephyr Strike. And just just pop the Zephyr Strike, pull the wind in, and just try to pl- uh, blow the charge right into her to get that force damage and advantage off the bat. So, I'm done. I'm pissed. He took out my drinking partner. It's too damn cold. I have this fucking giant's crown on my back. I want to go home and drink. Okay. That's the reason to kill the thing. I want to go home and drink. Let's do it. 17. To hit. That was with advantage. All right. Do you have your second strike? I had to use the bonus action to pop Zephyr Strike. Mm. Okay. Up next. Babel, right? Yes, I fucking am. Um, Babel, hmm. how far are you from uh, from the creature? I didn't move. Oh. Oh, no, 20. I used my 30 to move. I used my 30 to move uh, or to meet Meg halfway there. I feel like I met Sarad because she came to me to heal. But okay. during the, hey, Mantle of Inspiration, I was like, I'd like to move. So I'd like to think that I came closer. So I may still be in her range. Okay. You're, you're not within the aura range. The aura diminished right. back to 10 feet. Excellent. All right. Perfect. I'm going to fight her. Okay. Let's do it. I'm going to do some shit. Um, I would like to. Really quickly. Uh Check something. Cannot do two bonus actions in a turn. Got it. You Um, can do a bonus action as an action. That was not my issue. Okay. Uh, it was going to be <clears throat> cantrip twice. Big spell. Like, no. Can't do that. Yeah. 
Um, so I am going, but however, I am going to <sighs> fuck right here in this bone pile. Um, someone did say get boned, so I shall. Um, I'm just gonna chromatic fucking orb at her again. Okay. One trick ponying it. I mean, if it works. 18. Fuck me. Well, I... now I'm going to, now I'm going to quicken and I'm going to do it again. Okay. Um angrily filled with rage and at a higher level this time because why not waste all the spell slots? <sighs> 25. <laughs> 25 will hit. Yes. Thank you. <laughs> I got the mic there. Okay. Oh, you bitch. I may not know a diamond, but I know a bitch when I see one. <laughs> it's 23 points of fire damage. That's showtime. So twice now to this specific cunt. Um, Sable, hands and body and everything wreathed in. It is now purple flame because, oh no, it's blue again. But with that sparks of red trying to come through and her just, it's beginning to crackle around her eyes and her hands and up to her shoulders and around where her tattoo is. If you're behind, you can see just the fire trying to break through her skin. And she looks this diamond in where the eyes would be, and just, I killed you once when you were that fucking undead giant. Don't make me kill you a third time after this. And just straight through the diamond, just like a single bullet hole of flame. And as it erupts, she just crackles in fire and puts it out again in just a mist of cold. As you all, as the the diamond winter spirit shatters across the ground, uh, layers of ice that have taken over the entirety of this uh, frozen fjord begin to crack, break. And as you catch your breath, the layer of ice, even in this, the dead of winter, here atop this far northern peak, it is somehow warmer. The wind dies to a calm, steady nature, and the undead begin to fall, and in their place rise the spirits of both those who had trade their kin to the spirit of wind and those that had remained faithful Darl. they stand in processional as you all are safely guided back to the Darl's hut very short sending turn to the house of shields 
Congratulations. You all. Unintentionally. I was like, oh, I'll throw, zo I'll throw zombies and skeletons at them. That'll be, that'll be better. No. You guys were dying to those. However, you did just beat um, Oral. Yeah. The, yep. The, mm -hmm. the fr titular Frost Maiden from Rhyme of the Frost Maiden. The moment you described her, I was just, no. No, 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 no. You, you guys did it. I, 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 I didn't think so. I was like, oh, we'll do one form. And you guys burned through it. And I was like, let's see what, let's see how the second form does. Then you triple critical that to death. And I was like, okay, no, you deserve the third one. Like, if you're going to do it, let's do it. Um, level up? Yes, you guys get to level up. Congratulations. Level up. Level up. Thank you guys for a really good night. Thank you for a new show. Thanks to all the new friends hanging out with us. Um, we're going to say good night. You can join us back here next week for some more disasters in danger. Uh, the other thing we've got is Malifaux on Wednesday nights, a super awesome card flipping system, RPG. It's all your favorite genres, favorite genre. I like to call it. And then we've got more stuff over the weekend. Follow us oh, and on the we're socials. Going to start, we're going to start planning out those PvP dungeons. Yep. So, so make sure you're following on the socials because we may go live on a Tuesday or a Saturday randomly with some of these. So, you know, yep. keep up. Absolutely. Thanks for hanging out, guys. We are going to say goodnight. But until next time, be cool. <laughs>